0: This is the Troll Patrol, live, with Justin Freakin'. Welcome to the Troll Patrol, live! You know it's a fun time if we're on in the middle of the goddamn day. Last night during the show, we were wondering, will they, won't they, about Russia invading Ukraine. Apparently, Russia invaded Ukraine. We got about 30 minutes until... Old Joe Biden gets wheeled out and gives us a speech. I goddamn! I lost my straw for my coffee. Hold on. Fucking wild morning I've had. They came in here, tore out my entire HVAC system. They've been hammering, drilling, sawing through my walls. The cats have been going nuts. That's what I've been dealing with. I hope everybody else's morning's going better. They are lucky I was awake. (laughs) I'm usually not awake at nine o'clock in the fucking morning. But I was this morning. Cause I'm, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a nice guy when I wake up. Twitch, Twitch, glad to see you Twitch. You survived last night's stream. Glad you're still here with us. Hopefully we can survive another day. That the Groypers getting to us. Oh uh, fuck! Saw a live shot from Kiev. Looks pretty peaceful. Saw a different live shot from Russia. It looked very white. Uh, they, they like fluorescent lights in Russia for some reason. This is this is the Washington Post live feed right now. Let's see what they're talking it's, about.
1: That the death toll could be um, as high as. 50,000 Ukrainians um, that would be dead and wounded. And, you know, really, that's just a that's a that's a estimate by them. And nobody really knows because we've been waiting to see what sort of Originally,
0: mission? Biden was supposed to speak about 15, 20 minutes ago. They've moved that back to 12.45 Eastern time.
1: 12 or 13 hours. We've started to get some clues about how this is going to unfold. The fact that we're seeing these ballistic and cruise missiles being striked, the fact that we're seeing forces push in from Belarus t- close to Kyiv, the fact that, you know, you've had this intense attack that Isabel was just describing, uh, Kharkiv, um, really does suggest that the worst could be ahead of us. So the the story that we wrote yesterday looked at what the human toll of this could be. And it's, I'm not high
0: enough for this shit. You
1: know, as there's been this intense diplomacy happening in recent months, we just wanted to make sure that people were... Not focused,
0: high, period. Um, the there's been people in my apartment really could
1: be experiencing civilians in any war situation are going to suffer and how this potentially could be different than some of the conflicts that we've been focused on in the last 20 years the counterinsurgency I've, I've had my tray hidden
2: and missy you've just been at a press conference with the ukrainian ambassador what can you tell us about what she said
1: Sure. We heard from um, Ambassador Markarova, who is Ukraine's ambassador in Washington, and she really had a message of defiance as she addressed reporters here in Washington. She promised that Ukrainians will resist. She acknowledged the possibility that uh, that Russia is uh, attempting or will attempt to decapitate, decapitate the Ukrainian government. But she said that President Zelensky remains in Ukraine, that he intends to uh Continue governing. Continue
0: there has been a lot of talk about you know whether moment, this is a full scale takeover of Ukraine. They want the Ukraine to act like a satellite state.
1: Ukraine. So she also had a message of
0: like Belarus
1: for outside powers to continue with
0: a with a puppet president.
1: We've, we're seeing some new sanctions being announced from Europe. Other people
0: are saying they're they just want to annex well, places that are sympathetic to Russia into sense. Russia.
1: I that it's important, just like we've heard from leaders in Kyiv, it's important as this enters a new phase for the military support to continue to the Ukrainian government. It's, you know, well, remember, no matter
0: not, what the know, issue is, by, my uh, position is the same. It is none of the United States' business.
2: So anything that they can get from the West is going to be really important. So, Missy, what what is the Pentagon reaction today? Talk to us a a bit about, uh, you know, opportunities or uh, responsibilities uh, that the United States has at this point.
1: Exactly. So what we heard from um, senior defense officials who were briefing reporters over at the the Pentagon today was.
0: If you just joining us, we're we're about 20, 25 minutes away from from President Biden speaking.
1: Three pronged attack, including uh,
0: this. I would assume it's um, going to be a short speech, uh,
1: overwhelming in
0: twenty minutes. Probably will not take
1: at this stage questions
0: questions from reporters. Uh, He might
1: command and control sites, and we don't really know how um, what the impact of that is just yet. Um, But what the what the Pentagon is saying is that they're going to take under consideration whether the United States needs to take further measures to reinforce. Its posture and then the NATO posture in Eastern Europe. Remember, the Pentagon said, I think it was earlier this week that they were going to move additional forces um, from Germany to Eastern Europe, and they're placing some F-35s in Eastern Europe. And um, certainly there's the possibility of more of that to come. Um, But again, with the caveat that the Biden administration does not intend to send forces into Ukraine itself.
2: You reported with our colleague John Hudson a couple of days ago uh, about this Essentially, a kill list or a list of, of people that the Russian government, which I'm
0: thinking is U.S. propaganda, to
2: kill or uh, put into camps uh, in in an invasion. Uh, this was a letter that you reported uh, was sent to the. United a lot States. of this is murky. Talks like apparently,
0: America's the U.S. America's was behind America's this America's whole
1: verify
2: its significance
0: Nazi it's uprising, America's and you America's we America's were funding America's Nazis America's in, America's in America's Ukraine. America's uh,
1: the U.S. government is saying they have. Information or intelligence to suggest that Russian forces. I'm, I'm
0: force sure part of our proxy war against Russia.
1: Of, um, journalists, potentially political activists, members. Russia
0: is claiming that Ukraine is targeting pulling a genocide.
1: Or for violence. Or for, um, or for violence with no
0: evidence.
1: Uh, being sent to camps is, is what the, the letter said. And that was a letter that was sent from a senior U.S. diplomat. Um, based in Geneva. Uh, in, in Vienna, excuse me, to. Um, to. To. Uh,
0: we got a Socrates here next to us. Was an
1: indication of um, the level of urgency um, from the Biden administration, and also I think an attempt to draw attention. Going back to the human toll of this whole situation, um, uh, the vulnerability of Ukrainians, and what this could mean if um, either Russia takes over as an occupier, or if they install um, a pro-Kremlin uh, government. You'll, you know, it's it's. Suffice it to look at the human rights situation in Russia. I mean,
0: that would be my Like, if they're going to do anything, they're going to install a, a puppet president.
2: If Russia does, um, does have greater influence in Ukraine. All right, Missy Ryan, thank you so much. Really appreciate you talking with us. Let's go back to James Homan. Uh, today. But also,
0: I'm just a stupid fucking American that knows nothing about the situation.
2: In Ukraine. Uh, James, there seemed to be this disconnect between uh, what...
0: I probably know more about it than the average American, but that's not saying much.
2: Uh, and what
0: I'm still incredibly ignorant, ignorant when it comes Anderson to
2: Ukraine was thinking would happen on the ground there. We the
0: issues going really on
2: this worst case scenario that had been laid out by U.S. intelligence. with
3: Russia and, and Ukraine. Ukraine. And we're being very careful with what we share with viewers. Only information that we really can confirm either uh, with eyewitness accounts or photo evidence. Obviously, there's a lot of disinformation from Russia. The
0: so so you're, not, you're not quoting the State Department is what you're saying. Uh,
3: ...than they were in 2014 when Putin annexed Crimea and uh, basically moved into Luhansk and Donetsk. Uh, but they're still a much smaller conventional army than Russia. You can see how large Russia is. It's the second largest military in the world behind the United States, larger than China's. Putin has invested tens and tens of billions of dollars into modernizing uh, the Russian military, and where Ukraine remains particularly weak, potentially it's Achilles' heel, is... in a- I don't know shit about shit. And it does seem, from the initial opening hours of this attack, that that... I agree with that statement. I don't know shit about shit. That the Russians... That's what are- the Troll Patrol is about, finding out the, out the shit about shit. ...abilities that they have, uh, and that Russia is really leaning... And getting high! ...airborne <laughs> forces to insert troops into the ground, because... Ukraine doesn't have these- insert
0: troops into the ground
3: other to shoot their planes out of the sky. It's it's still
0: cold over there. I don't know if you're going to be inserting any troops into the ground. It's still fucking frozen. It's
3: about the size of the state of Texas. If you put the eastern part of Ukraine, you know, we're we obviously just heard from Isabel and Harkiv... But apparently,
0: that's what, that's one of the things with this invasion is that the timing has to be perfect.
3: In Chicago, so it is
0: because you want the ground to be as hard as possible. You want it to be as cold.
3: Not to mention countless... As it gets. uh, In the Black Sea. So that your uh, tanks don't get... To to take a country this large.
0: Stuck in the muck and mire.
2: Let's talk about the messaging that President Putin is giving. uh, And what he was saying... In the early hours this morning, uh, Russia time, Ukraine time, uh, last night for us here on the east coast of the United States, let's talk about his messaging, both the tone of it as well as some of the rhetoric he's using. And then Yeah, the- I got off
0: the troll patrol last uh, night, and apparently all hell had already broke loose. I'm like, I'm not dealing with this shit. I'm going to go play video games.
3: Really three times this week from Putin, and each of his presentations have been unhinged in different ways. Uh, We first heard from him on Monday. Then there was this meeting that he had with his National Security Council, uh, where he basically pretended like it was an open question about whether they were gonna move in. And then there was this speech that was delivered at 5.45 a.m. Moscow time. Uh, And and it really was really striking. Uh, Putin kind of went from being really subdued. This morning? Angry. uh, and, And basically, in this declaration of war, Putin reiterated this argument that Ukraine isn't a real country, that it doesn't have a right to exist, that it belongs in the Russian Empire. Uh, and it's a it's a pretty startling statement. Putin has said it before. Last July, he b- penned a 5,000 word essay that basically said Ukraine isn't a real country. And Nikita- that essay is wild. Wrong to recognize it and that the Mikhail Gorbachev was wrong to allow Ukraine to have an independence referendum in 1991 uh and, and essentially what Putin is saying is that Ukraine belongs to Russia so when you hear Russian propaganda a turn they have no intention of occupying interest the country they're saying that because they believe that Ukraine is part of Russia uh it's a preposterous claim it really has little to no historic merit but that is the argument that they're making. Oh, it's a game. That argument, Libby, it becomes especially scary for the, you know, a dozen other- A Metroidvania-style game. Ooh, I do, Uh, I like those an awful lot. Including the Baltic states, which are right here. Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania the same arguments Putin is making to say that Ukraine should be part of Russia would also apply to these countries. Those three countries, much smaller than Ukraine, but they are members of NATO. So the United States would have a treaty obligation to defend them if they were attacked.
2: James, what are you going to be watching in the next 24 hours? Uh, Night has fallen in Ukraine. Uh, You know, talk to us about sort of concerns as well as sort of areas to focus on.
3: Well, we're we're going to continue. I'm not usually into the frustratingly difficult. Happened. I mentioned a few minutes ago, Libby, that the Russians do. But I do.
0: I like a challenge. Control of the airfields, which makes sense. That's a, that's, a, that's a fine balance. Like I'm. Everybody's raving about Elden Ring, but like that probably is, is a little too frustrating for me.
3: try to get full control. Because I
0: tend to play video games later on at night when I'm stupid high. I, I'm, I'm already tired. Port of Odessa. Uh, you so I'm not I'm not
3: sea. but this is a, hitting a on all vital, cylinders vital port because this is actually an incredibly uh, like neo and blood bur- bloodborne and shit, land. like and it couldn't
0: couldn't get into them.
3: Port for wheat in the world. A lot of of the world's wheat comes through the Odessa port. Putin already controls all of this land. He already controls Crimea. He has dozens of uh, submarines and destroyers here in the Black Sea. And so you could see an airborne assault on Odessa, uh, and if they seized control of the port and the airport, essentially they, they control southern Ukraine, and then they could move forces up further. We've seen a lot of movement in the east and in the north, obviously Kiev is the biggest prize, uh, but this is the area that I'm, I'm watching to see if there's any movement. Also, the Pinsk marshes up here. they you know Russia announced that they were doing these 10-day military exercises with Belarus. Those were supposed to end over the weekend. Then they announced that they were extending them. They've moved a lot of Iskander II uh, ballistic missiles that are all along here in which they could really launch a lot of strikes. This is the part of the country that is more aligned toward Europe, but this could allow them to bring uh, forces on both sides of Kyiv. See here, this, this waterway, it's the Dnieper River, Uh, It's really the dividing line between eastern and western Ukraine. Uh, And it's a pretty big river. On the western side of the river is where the parliament is. It's where uh, Zelensky's offices are. Uh, And a lot of the population of the city is on the eastern edge. So we're going to be watching really carefully to see how and to what extent Russia encircles Kyiv for what President Biden has said is a potential sack of this city again of nearly four million people for context the dc metro area is only around five and a half million people so major undertaking but those are the areas that i'm watching uh in, in the coming hours and you know props the- to this washington post reporter he did a good job of explaining that continue to maneuver and to operate at night uh, they can use the ballistic missiles to really weaken a lot of the ukrainian because the, the
0: further you get into this area the more sympathetic they are, they are to russia can move uh, What's up, RB? Weed. I don't mind if We're I do.
2: For President Biden to speak in about an hour's time. Uh, James, you know, you've given us some context and reminded us of the size of some of these cities that are uh, that are being attacked. Give us some perspective, James, on what this means to see. Russia in about an hour's time, they have pushed it back. To see a European country, uh, you know, face this. Biden was European supposed
0: to speak in about 15 minutes. This is the. They have now pushed that back
3: to the biggest. One thirty Eastern, Eastern time, time, apparently. War, uh that we've seen in Europe since 1945. Uh, it's it's bigger than any of the... Uh, I guess,
0: guess we're going to be here for a little bit.
3: Uh, you know, a, a, a Dog's already made himself comfortable. Uh, this is he's the chilling biggest out. movement of Russian troops since the invasion of Afghanistan in 1979. Uh, last night... Oh, he's I, over there I, at the uh, window. ...from a, a European diplomat uh, who said, you know, this is the... These are the final hours uh, in which there will be peace in Europe for uh, for a very, very, very long time. Uh, there's a lot this of- This is the uh, final hours of uh, peace in Europe for a very very, very, very long time. time. Ukraine, obviously a huge country. Libby, Good Lord. Is, if Russia gets control of Ukraine, it changes the entire geostrategic balance of Europe. All of a sudden, Russian troops are gonna be on the border of all of these NATO allies, but countries that are very much aligned with the West. Uh, Already we're seeing tens of thousands of people lining up to try to come across the Ukrainian border into Poland. There will be spillover. You cannot have an attack this large and not have spillover into the rest of Europe. Uh, The European diplomat I talked to says they're girding for the uh, the biggest humanitarian crisis since the Syrian refugees uh, descended on Europe seven years ago um, amid the civil war there uh and and so and they've
0: just, still got an ongoing really refugee crisis
3: like this in our lifetimes
2: mm. Rhonda colvin let's talk a little bit about what we know about how americans are interpreting all of this uh we have been warned by president biden that uh, americans could feel pain at the pump Rhonda. we're seeing the dow fall into correction uh so what is the latest on american attitudes
4: Yeah, and uh, you're right to mention it, that that's been sort of a centerpiece in a lot of his addresses over the last seven days, that he is preparing Americans for uh, a potential... backlash or uh, negative impact here on our soil. How will it affect us? He's talked about cyber attacks. He's talked about uh, this affecting inflation, the rising cost of of everything. So he has been pretty upfront with Americans, and that's likely why uh, we'll be a part of what he is going to come out here soon and and talk about. But I have been tracking this because it's- Which has
0: been pushed back. If you're joining us for the Biden speech, it looks like it's going to be happening in about an hour-
4: Weeks Americans have a lot of questions, and there was a, a new poll uh, that AP did yesterday, and it asked respondents. So
0: we're going to be sticking around. Washington Post has done a pretty good job thus far.
4: Further conflict. I
0: might I might go try to find the the live shots from Kiev and Moscow. There are anti-war protests going on in Moscow.
4: Shows you the appetite. But when you look a little bit deeper into that and break that down by political parties. This is what I found interesting. 52% of Democrats say that uh, the U.S. should play a minor role, whereas 54% of Republicans.
0: This is the live shot from Moscow right now. With anti-war protesters. It was a live shot. Apparently it has gone black for the moment. What the scene looked like about 10 minutes ago in Moscow. This is what I'm talking about. Apparently they're very fond of fluorescent lights in Russia. I've flipped to the, the shot of Bel- um, of Kiev. And, you know, it, it's, it's a very tungsten color. It's, a, it's an orangish color to the city. Everything's all white in Moscow. That was the live shot. It has gone black. This is Reuters we're, we're looking at right now.
4: Uh, I guess we'll come back to that here in a little bit. ...not have any nuclear weapons, so that did keep uh, that region as well as the world safe. And he also pointed out that America also has to be on guard. Even if something's not happening on our soil, we have to be on guard because there are ramifications that could uh, affect us all. So that's sort of the cell here that members of Congress have uh, been telling constituents, and we're also seeing Biden do that as well. And of course, Rhonda, we will see as things materialize
2: on the ground and we
4: see these pictures and images and reporting if that
2: alters, of course, people's attitudes and reactions. To that point, let's see what has been happening in Ukraine following a night of explosions in Kharkiv. One family with a five month old baby wondered what they should do next and where they could go to find safety. Our colleague Washington Post journalist Whitney Leeming spoke so This is the
0: shot. You, you can see they had it up in their top left hand corner. This is the live view of Baden Square in Kiev. Very peaceful at the moment. It's not like they're, they're shelling the capital city or anything. Washington Post got some video of attacks, apparently.
5: And I wrote messages to my friends in Odessa, Kiev, and Dnipro. And they also confirmed that uh, um, they also heard this um, sound. So for me, it was no doubt. Anymore.
0: RB, you you bring up a very good point that it's, it's it's very possible that the situation is changing by the minute. They're revising Biden's speech
6: at the way like the government handled this thing because they kept telling us till yesterday that we should stay calm that nothing. What's up, igloo? I knew it. I knew that something was going to happen. Nobody's prepared. Everybody's panicking. Everybody's running out. They could have prepared us better. So. Like, this thing happening now, like, just makes... It is 8.40 p.m. in
0: Moscow.
6: That was really... And also, was probably prepared. And secondly, I'm upset that the government is saying nothing. Like, they are just silent.
5: I have a ticket, and I'm supposed to fly... Once again,
0: we got about 50 minutes until Biden gives his speech.
5: Biden, uh, um, now I know that airport... I
0: believe they're shooting for 1.30 Eastern time.
5: I don't know what to do for now we will see.
6: I don't, I don't know even how to describe how we feel we just, we just like you just you just you can't just hope you know this, like you can just hope that you know like for me they're a priority so I just hope that they can go out of here. you know I'm a man I can find a way I can do something I can hide I can' run I can do anything but with a baby it's impossible.
0: I like this guy i don 't know why he just he strikes me as a, as a really nice guy i 'd like to sit down and have dinner with him
2: video recorded by our colleague Whitney Leeming, who is there in Ukraine, giving us a sense of what people there are wrestling with uh, James Holman once again uh, we hear about this disconnect between civilians saying i you know I was hearing one message from my Ukrainian government I was hearing another message perhaps on social media or generally and and now i 'm coping. With a, with a very abrasive and frightening reality on the ground.
3: Yeah, Libby, and it, it's so good to see that reporting, painful to watch. because it's Not that I know of, Igloo. Human we're talking about I, don't,
0: I don't know of any strikes outside of the, the supposed sovereign regions a, a that neutral. were recognized by Russia.
3: Well, there was obviously so much trauma. The separatist the regions. regions. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we are seeing, uh, and we're hearing from the Pentagon intelligence community, and anecdotally from reports on the ground, is uh, continuing Russian cyber attacks. What's up, Kayla? Denial of service attacks Welcome. They have shut down a lot of ATMs in the country, so people are lining I, up, I did see footage uh, of, like, uh, Russians closed.
0: running uh, for the, the ATM, ATM saying that they weren't able the to withdraw money.
3: Cyber attacking a lot of Ukrainian government websites. Uh, where people might go for services. I don't know how
0: much that has to do with cyber attacks and how much it has to do with the sanctions imposed earlier in the A lot of week.
3: Information into what the Russians call the information space. Uh, you really conducting information warfare. Uh, and we we, and we just saw, saw a live shot of, of Kiev. Kiev. We just saw in a much more precarious, much more scary, and everything flight. seemed and, peaceful. And, you know, we are seeing reports from the Ukrainian Interior Ministry that Ukrainian military aircraft have been shot down. We're seeing a lot of images of uh, downed Ukraine. This is this is the view
0: from uh,
3: the main square of Kiev. Certainly, it's not safe right now uh, to fly any kind of commercial aircraft in Ukraine, and in fact, there's a tragic history. Uh, of in recent years, of uh, uh, the R- Russian-provided missiles being used uh, by the separatists to shoot down a commercial airliner in eastern Ukraine. So it's 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 incredibly scary, and it means that the only real way well, we
0: had a story of the fucking Belarus. Whoa. Causing a, a plane uh, to land, uh, what, this was about six months ago, and a lot five months Koreans ago, so they had a journalist the on the plane, the they were flying over and Belarus. Belarus, and
3: Ukrainian leadership, who the president said, grounded uh, the plane. And angrily complaining that the U.S. government was saying that an invasion was looming. They, I don't know what was up with the Florida, because it's like, people fleeing the country, they didn't want to see uh, it, it, it uh, the, really it's jarring the to me. collapse or foreign investment dry up and so they uh, gave people false assurances that everything was going to be okay and they continue to do that through recent days uh and, and sadly it's sort of what we saw in afghanistan last summer too where ashraf ghani the afghan president so this is what uh ukraine looks like Kiev fled and everyone else was was left holding the bag And something similar. Still dark on the live shot over in
0: Moscow, but if we go back a little bit, you'll see what I'm talking about with the fucking fluorescent lights. Everything's so white in Russia.
2: Let's go back now to national reporter Hannah Jewell for an update on the president's expected remarks. Hannah.
7: Hi, Libby. So we are still waiting to hear from President Biden about what news... It's...
0: it's a live shot. The Washington Post has the live shot up as well. The
7: president has been on the phone today with members of the G7, with President Zelensky, with others, meeting with its national security team. Um, and we're waiting now to hear from him about 1:30 p.m. Eastern Time, about an hour later. We don't know. We don't know the cause for that delay. But in the meantime, um, I have been actually messaging with a friend of mine who is Ukrainian. She's currently living in Germany, but her.
0: So yeah, this is this is in the last few hours. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky says Russian forces are trying to seize the Chernobyl power plant, which is the site of the world's worst nuclear disaster. What, are, are they actually going to fucking clean it up? <laughs> Russian military forces entered the zone of the nuclear power plant, and fighting there has raised fears that it could trigger a large-scale environmental disaster according to ukrainian officials now they just uh they just constructed a new sarcophagus that goes around the fucking plant that's like it's supposed to last a uh, 100 years or something to that effect they just put that in place 2018 2019 It hasn't been that long ago so hopefully uh the russians aren't shelling that shit Kiev's forces are fighting off Russian troops for control of the Chernobyl plant, which spewed radioactive waste across Europe when one of its nuclear reactors exploded in April of 1986. I don't know what Russia would do with the plants. It's not operable. <laughs> like, uh, it's not like they're going to seize the plant and start, you know, bringing the uh, fucking generators back online. That ain't happening. Wild!
2: All right, thank you so much, Hannah Jewell, and as Hannah said, we do expect to see President Biden speak at 1.30 Eastern time coming up shortly. We will be with you uh, throughout and during that speech and then on the back end of it to uh, provide some analysis here live. from the Now,
0: Zelensky is calling it a war with the whole of Europe, with of the them attacking Chernobyl.
2: You know, Olivier, uh, Hannah gave us some important history and context there. Concessions that Ukraine had made. Uh, you know, and there is the question. Garish
0: of how design how is that what does that's the
2: called? The world hold its commitments to Ukraine, even though it's not a NATO nation. Talk to us about the relationship. Obtrusively and the bright and showy. And showy.
8: Well, she was referring to the Bucharest memorandum, which was, ironically enough, signed by, by Russia and the United States. Um, the relationship with NATO is a really complicated one. Ukraine has been uh, pushing for NATO membership for, for years and years, and they are technically on something called a membership action plan. So if they meet certain conditions, they would be considered...
0: Never going to get it, it never going to get it. Except that now, Vladimir... Oh, yeah,
8: I broke out some invogue on you. On because it's unthinkable that Ukraine would be uh, invited to join NATO with its borders in dispute and an occupying force there. Um, And so um, if you've been listening to the um, to the president of the United States for the past weeks and people on this live stream probably have been, you've heard one consistent refrain, which is that he is beefing up the American presence in NATO countries, but that he will not send American troops to fight Russia in Ukraine. That's a very important distinction.
2: I want to bring Rhonda into the conversation, James, and then get back to you, Olivier. You know, Rhonda, you were breaking down some of the latest poll numbers for us. I want you to share with us, Rhonda, what stood out the most to you? Because uh, Olivier wrote about this in his Daily 202 today. So what stands out the most to you in, in terms of how Americans are interpreting and digesting what the role of the United States should be?
4: Yeah, it's that that first uh, question to the the people who were polled, and it's uh, how big of a role do you think the United States should play in this? And it was only. What do you guys think
0: Russia trying is trying to, to provoke, to provoke the United so that, States to that do? Really, uh, gives you
4: some insight on. Are
0: how they, they are, are they goading us right, into? Of course. That question was also broken Getting, down. Getting caught up in another quagmire.
4: Following this closely and those who are not following it as closely. Are, are they high thinking high that the U.S. isn't going to do anything? Media reports or, or understanding the history of Ukraine and Russia. They believe that the United States... The
0: the Obama red line got crossed.
4: But it's really that, that quarter of Americans saying that they really... Multiple
0: times up. by Putin. Uh, tells you, Invasion uh, of
4: Crimea, uh, the the use of uh, chemical uh, weapons in uh, Syria, and the White House uh, understand this. This may be another reason why he has given regular, uh, regular speeches on this uh, in the last. Which
0: there's years. there's some dispute about oh, back
4: in early January when he gave that. Did the
0: Assad forces uh, use uh, chemical uh, weapons, did or? Were they rebel groups possibly supplied by Russia using chemical weapons?
4: but he has at least been consistent in the way.
0: We're playing, we're playing forty chess over here.
4: Sure, that's a part of the calculation with the White House in terms of how. what
0: what does Russia want out of the U.S. in this whole situation? What are they trying to provoke us to do?
4: America's longest war in Afghanistan. Of course, Biden took a lot of criticism criticism for how that was handled. So I'm
0: I would assume you wouldn't want to station troops in chernobyl because it's still radioactive it is not occupied Americans
4: say we should not have a major role so that shows the white house has what's,
0: it, what's the name of that that little picnic Americans that uh, if we I'm, I'm probably saying it wrong that that city that is right there next to the chernobyl plant is not occupied
2: what kind of a lift the white house and president biden have
0: that area has been abandoned
2: coming off the heels of afghanistan
8: Right, What was it, 86? uh, The the poll we're talking about, uh, Associated Press. Yeah, 1986. Suggests that Biden has actually a fair amount of room to run here because, uh, as she noted, the more people find out about what's going on in Ukraine, the more they are willing to embrace a larger U.S. role. One of the frustrations, and I'm sorry to do any media on media violence whatsoever, but one of the frustrations from that poll is that major role, minor role are not defined. And so it's hard to get— That
0: would be a problem with the the poll interacts with also we looked at a poll not that long ago that showed um, like the less people knew about exactly where Ukraine president was, president was located on a, a map
8: in the state lay out the stakes thank you tones which he's done consistently since January first but also talk to Americans about what they can expect to see. Um, you know there is a there's a not totally implausible situation in which the United States comes out the way the UK just did with sweeping sanctions that damaged the Russian economy and Vladimir Putin decides it's time to show off some of his uh, cyber warfare capabilities. We already saw cyber attacks shut down an American pipeline last year. Um, there could be other after effects.
0: British Prime Minister Boris Johnson had just finished speaking about the time the stream came on of the economics. Uh, about
8: 40 minutes ago. Uh, I don't want to call it warfare. The economic conflict here, the, the, the sanctions. And he's My apologies
0: for missing out on Boris. He's always a hoot.
8: That stood out to me in that poll is I didn't, it did not come through that a lot of Americans have been thinking about this as an, as an immediate problem for them. And so I think the president has to talk a little bit about... about I
0: don't see how it's any kind of immediate problem for me. ...as a consequence of
8: what is now the largest military conflict in Europe since World War II.
2: Olivier, what are you watching in the coming hours? Uh, In addition to President Biden's words, what else is on your mind right now? Also,
0: how interesting is it that, like, Putin was doing all this provocation... Leading up to 2016, go back through that and Trump wins.
8: Clues about what the United States will do
0: based on what Putin didn't pull any of this shit
8: until we got Biden in United office. He's gone after two banks that primarily fund state projects. Why, military acquisition? But it has left. I would
0: think if you wanted to pull some is, um,
8: after buckery
0: in Ukraine, you would have done it under Trump kinds of financial and got far less pushback.
8: Hit ordinary Russians so to speak, will will also feel some of the pain. I'm watching that.
2: Yeah, I'll pause you there because we have some tape of uh, the UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson speaking earlier today. Oh, hey,
0: ask and you shall receive. Here we go with old Boris. Russia
6: has unleashed war in our European continent. He's attacked a friendly country without any provocation and without any credible excuse. Today, in concert with our allies, we will agree... A massive package of economic sanctions designed in time to hobble the Russian economy. And to that end, we must also collectively
9: cease...
0: That means starving Russian Russian people. ...that for too long
9: has given Putin his grip on Western politics.
2: Olivier Knox, uh, how important is it uh, that countries sort of work together uh, in unity here in responding to Russia, not just European countries, not just the United States, but other countries as well?
8: Right. One of the terms you're going to hear in the coming weeks is backfill. And it refers to uh, countries that don't agree to go along with uh, sanctions uh, proposed or, or enforced by the United States. And uh, therefore, uh, their businesses. Sorry,
0: if you see me looking off, they're still doing, they come in they're still doing work, work, work around my apartment. Uh, of,
8: what, the role that America. There are, there are people. Played. I think it's it's very important. The, the United Front that we're seeing here is very significant, especially since a number of the countries in Europe are heavily, and I mean heavily dependent, on russian energy exports um and so they stand they stand to take a, a, a real hit um that's very important to watch. which is
0: another you know, reason why russia wants to we've seen be in control of that region on the russian side you know
8: putin did that remarkable theatrical meeting with his national security Council
0: very they each
8: come out oil mineral heavy he then went to the duma and demanded essentially a vote authorizing him to use the military outside of russia's borders um, Today, he held a similarly theatrical meeting with a number of oligarchs, one of whom very nervously asked him not to do any more damage to the Russian economy. And in the meantime, he has deployed a massive police presence to crack down on even the tiniest anti-war demonstrations in Russia. Um, a lot Apparently,
0: people- they took the Reuters camera offline.
8: About these we had
0: a live shot from the anti-war protests in Moscow. Them. Oh, here we go. So, oh no, 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 no. no. What
8: else we're seeing, I wouldn't say that 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 uh, that he has an ironclad hold on, on on his power, as powerful as he is. He doesn't. You're be- still not
0: live. Uh, in his, something uh, happened. In his support.
2: Now, let's bring James Homan into the conversation. Yeah, you
0: can see Russian police what arresting what people. Other countries
2: are you watching in terms of the international response? About
0: 16 minutes ago well, on the live it, feed
2: It is really
3: striking. Even China. Uh, whose leader Xi Jinping met with Vladimir Putin during the Olympics. Uh, in, in many ways, they've been coming closer together uh, after well, obviously a lot of tensions, a lot of mistrust still exists. China distancing itself from uh, Russia going into Ukraine, saying they shouldn't do that, uh, saying they were caught by surprise. Uh, so that is pretty striking, especially because if China moves on Taiwan, they're gonna want Russian support. Uh, and obviously, I think China is watching. Uh, also, that that situation is more complex. What they could get away with vis-a-vis Taiwan and, and other countries in what they see as their sphere of influence
0: on the European continent. I don't see them moving on Taiwan as much as I see them doing what they're doing to Hong Kong and installing things
3: uh, on sanctions. You know, pro-communist party, diamonds, and
0: politicians rigging the elections. Exempted, so does. Italy, and taking so over the democratic large institutions large of
3: Taiwan. Large ...financial institutions like Germany that don't want to kick uh, Russia out of the the swift financial system, uh, which basically lets them be part of the network to make it easy to transfer money around. Uh, just in the last few minutes, Adam Schiff, the democratic chairman... You can't see John, the, uh, John Cena. Uh, ...called for kicking Russia out of SWIFT,
0: which would be a—I Am I the only one that wakes up every morning seeing the do you yeah, really
3: want to, do you really want to taste it song? Of or is, Canada, is that everybody? Places like London and Berlin with large banks uh, are, are afraid to take that step, fearing that it could hurt their economy. So far, though, uh, the, the Biden administration has done a pretty good job keeping everyone, at least publicly uh, in recent days, uh, projecting a united front. The question then is, how far will the- Maybe we can get uh, John Cena to learn some uh, Russian and
0: apologize to Putin. We can get this all resolved.
3: There have never been sanctions imposed personally on Vladimir Putin. After the Russians annexed Crimea, after they interfered in the 2016 election, there were a lot of uh, sanctions on Russian oligarchs, uh, members of Russian intelligence- but there have never been sanctions directly on Putin that really hit him personally in the pocketbook. Uh, and, and that might change. There's, a- As I understand it, he has money fucking everywhere. Leaders? Uh, for understandable reasons among other leaders uh, but this is one of the big open questions as we wait to hear from President Biden. So, can
0: you really target
2: well, you know, you know that President Biden, uh was speaking Putin with, with,
0: with sanctions seven,
2: uh, leaders and nations earlier today uh, Japan is that's the- one of the,
0: I wake up every morning with the fucking peacemaker uh, the about theme about the role that Japan what the does? choir boys
2: responding. Um, you know, our, our colleague, Michelle Yeehee Lee has been reporting. I'm
0: doing the whole fucking song and dance in my head every fucking morning.
2: Significant. So we are watching the Japanese prime minister.
0: We
8: should be, yeah, we should be watching Japan. We should also be watching Singapore and Taiwan. These are all exporters of, uh, of tech to Russia and they could all be corralled by the white. House. Yeah, Putin. To, to cease those exports, and that would hamper uh, Russian industry, would hamper Russian military and the like. So it is actually really important to watch. Um, if I could just deviate a tiny bit, one of the countries that's interesting to watch is Saudi Arabia, which has categorically rejected Biden's uh, appeals to boost oil production sort of as a counter to the uh, to the disruptions that we're going to see. Because of, of this conflict, um, the UAE has also not been especially uh, supportive of the American line. Um, but the... the, the um, the Asian component to this, we need to, we need to watch it very closely because in addition to sanctions on banks, in addition to sanctions on individuals, we're going to... I've say, got the reporter from the Washington Post maybe,
0: maybe, talking Oh, we're watching John days, Cena and dance.
8: And those can be really damaging as well if the goal is, as various officials have said, to really hobble the, uh, the Russian economy.
2: All right, thanks so much, Olivier. Let's go now to national security reporter John Hudson, who's joining us from the State Department. I
0: recommend... Uh, I recommend Peacemaker
2: expectations.
0: I enjoyed it. I just watched by the uh, the by finale. Secretary
2: Blinken and by others. Two nights ago. How how on the nose were they about what could and would unfold?
9: Well, it was very on the nose, and uh, I was traveling with the Secretary when he made that last-minute stop to the United Nations, where he spelled out in unusual detail just exactly what a Russian invasion was. I'm glad it's
0: coming back for a second season.
9: pretext might happen, and what we might see once Russian troops start moving in. Uh, I have to say, when we were watching it, I was uh, struck by how unusual it was to see a Secretary of State uh, spell out something that hadn't happened before. And the
0: infectious, so and it, it gets stuck it in your head.
9: Now how closely that has hewed to reality. Uh, I mean, exactly. We're about
0: 30 minutes away from President uh, Joe Biden uh, speaking.
9: From uh, pro-Russian separatist calling for the Russians to, to help them. In- oh no,
0: Tones, it's amazing. It's amazing.
9: Ukrainians uh, triggering some military action. Uh, that 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 be, that allegedly had begun this whole event. We hadn't seen any evidence of that. Uh,
0: I really enjoyed the 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 new you know, Suicide Russian Squad planes,
9: though. Buzz by Ukrainian cities and explosions. and that's what like
0: it's a it's a spinoff from from the events of the new Suicide Squad.
9: The precision with which this was uh, forecast by U.S. officials.
2: So John, how much And I don't I
0: don't watch the superhero comic book movies very much, so
2: between uh, what's happening at the State Department, and what's happening in in other countries, and in, in Europe? We were talking about Asia just a few minutes ago. Some of the Asian leaders. Uh, how how it, there seems like there's just like so much conversation happening right now. On- I,
0: I I highly enjoyed Peacemaker. It, 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 I recommend a it.
9: Ton of diplomatic discussions highly going on right that. now. I highly recommend you have it. Have been getting into this discussion. Very much enjoyed. Previous, uh, interviewees about the sanctions game. That's huge. How is the Western coordinated response going to be? How hard is it going to hit? The Russians. Uh, then the other level is the political. Apparently, Russians already are having a hard time taking out money from ATMs as of today. Diplomats uh, in the United uh, who represent the United States working in New York at the United Nations. Uh, Would nice if we still had a live shot of Moscow uh, on how the next steps are going to play out in the United States. And the way that they're going to move this forward is a... Moscow put an end to that shit. ...resolution condemning Russian action at the United Nations that's gonna be held up for a vote tomorrow. Now we have already heard a lot and I think even casual readers will uh, recall headlines in recent hours about um, the United States re- criticizing Russia at the United Nations. What's different about this is that they are gonna put forward a resolution. Uh, it's not, uh, you know, uh, but previously these were just remarks and now this is a resolution. So that it, this is a real scramble to see what like-minded nations uh, come behind uh, this resolution that will condemn the russian military act what a novel idea uh,
0: tones
9: uh, yeah, the familiar allies warlord were- did
0: tell me warlord, warlord did tell me i've i've France, i've been uh, skeptical of all this i've i've thought it was all just fucking bluster from both sides, sides. Uh, the big
9: question mark is, you know, what a country. I don't
0: I don't. And I still don't know that it's not bluster uh, from both stand sides stand that Putin and, and Biden are on phone calls together yeah. like, oh, this is yeah. this is good yeah. for Raytheon. It's this is good for, a, now, just, is good for a, Boeing. Be vetoed
9: by the Russia for Lockheed Martin is to isolate Russia on the international. State. Let's just let's
0: just keep and playing it, it up.
9: For, for its actions, and uh, that Russia
0: is, wants, wants to look like a big baddie on the world stage does
9: in brokering deals. U.S.
0: wants to spend money on defense contractors. It's a win-win li- for everybody.
9: That Russians' actions, Russia, act, Russians actions themselves are maybe their most, uh, the greatest liability that they have. That has, and apparently even Ukraine
0: so has, so has been playing this up because they wanted they wanted some of that Russia sweet Russia fucking Russia U.S. money and some of those words, sweet. Um, U.S. Arms, arms at the United Nations. And that they've, they've been so playing up the threat in order to get really the U.S. to pay more meeting, attention to them.
2: an emergency meeting held at the request of Ukraine. Simultaneously, we were hearing Vladimir Putin, the Russian president, sort of, you know, make this you know, very newsy but also very frightening speech. And the attack on Ukraine was launched. So what is the role right now of the U.N. in terms of actually having heft? and muscle, you know, you, you talked about isolating Russia. Uh, you know, are there other vehicles that are seen as ways to do that?
9: I mean, at this point, I think you're right. That split screen was incredible. And I think it also laid bare the limits of the world body that is the United Nations Security Council in brokering and coercing in any sort of way. The reality is when you have a UN Security Council member, uh, a permanent the, the, seat. Uh, a veto power and so really the only thing that you're going for is naming and shaming Uh, other than that it is pretty much just a gab fest and and that's why there was so much frustration as you saw basically you know explosions ripping across ukrainian cities last night you it also came as nations representatives in new york were saying you know let's call for de-escalation um let's stop you know war from happening uh, in fact, you know, military. RB,
0: my 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 tummy is growling yeah. already.
9: And, and Hopefully, result, Biden doesn't and talk Congress for too long. Back and updating their remarks from saying "let's you know not go across the Rubicon" and then saying "actually, it has been crossed," and uh, going from warning and pleas for peace to now basically pe- pleas for ceasefire uh, to stop the violence and and that will probably be the next phase as well i can the russians be convinced to slow and stop their assault i think officials here at the state department and elsewhere have their doubts that that russia is going to stop until they complete what they view as their mission
2: mm. john you know as
0: what is john, their mission i'm still confused as to what anybody wants out of this situation
2: other american leaders have said Here's what we expect Vladimir Putin to do. Here's what could come next. Here's what could come next. And those things have happened. There's obviously been uh, a lot of work put into planning and trying to make... To the
0: best of my uh, knowledge, it it seems that the U.S.'s position is just Putin, go home.
2: What are the calculations... Putin, Putin you're drunk, go go home. Now ...into sanctions in terms of feared retribution by Russia, that, you know, we heard this sort of threat by Vladimir Putin yesterday to to the world in reacting, uh, warning the world about how they would react to what Russia was doing in Ukraine. So so how much are leaders having to uh, think five steps ahead to what Russia would do as a countermeasure?
9: Yeah, I mean it's interesting because Russia is is such a major player when it comes to the military, and there are a lot of questions about what needs to be considered in terms of things they can do uh, that we might not even be anticipating as a result from this. If it if all of this just stays in Ukraine, then it stays in Ukraine. But remember, Russia has a long you know arm. It is it's it also has mercenary organizations like reinforce the, the Russian it's fear of in influence. Venezuela. It's also involved in the Sahel and Africa. Um, are the ripple effects going? Are you, are
0: you saying Putin is on a mission to make
9: Russia great again? A stiff warning when he began this military intervention, saying if you get in our way, you are going to be hit harder than you've ever been hit before. <clears throat> and I think that that was a signal that the he you know he is going to conduct. He's been laying here the whole time. And will lash out ferociously. He um, really wanted some attention. His way. Um, obviously, the sanctions are coming. He anticipated that he would have had to. There was so much. Uh, warning. Ow, buddy! Ow! About that. Uh, but the the difficulty, the difficult aspect about he
0: fucking bit confrontation me.
9: Confrontation is there are so many moments. The other two were over at, at the, the window. Case, like what? What happened? Mistakes, accidents uh, and for violence to spike out of control. And I think. That is what is um, a lot of leaders' minds in the United States right now um, uh, trying to limit the damage that can come out of this.
2: Thank you so much. John Hudson joining us live from the State Department. Really appreciate it, John. And to that end, here's some of the latest... We're
0: about 20 minutes away from so President Joe Biden giving us whatever speech
2: he's going to give. Russian invasion forces have taken over the Chernobyl... power got
0: tired of my shit. Power
2: plant, ...that abandoned plant, of course, that was the scene of the 1986 disaster. Our colleagues are reporting that in the Washington Post, uh, to John's point about... Uh, about ramifications. I highly
0: recommend the Chernobyl mini series that was on Tyler HBO. Major, who's joining us from the White I enjoyed House, it very president much. Biden's to Biden's me, that's Biden's I laugh at Biden's horror movies.
2: Time. Uh, but Tyler, like
0: Chernobyl, like something that Biden's was real and, and meetings
2: he's been and actually happened. happened. He's had conversations and with the G seven.
10: The way it was depicted, that was true horror to me. Yeah, so he met this morning with his G seven counterparts, where they talked about the latest in Russia and Ukraine, um, and they've agreed to move forward on what he is calling a, quote, devastating package devastating package of sanctions and other economic measures. I'll show the you a
0: devastating package.
10: package. Um, that's a tweet that he sent out um, about a half an hour ago, and, and right now, from my understanding, at for of at the White House, is, um, he's in the Oval Office reviewing his speech. I pull my pants uh, down and women laugh at
0: and me, push back to and then I'm devastated.
10: speech um, ...which he'll, he'll give... Um, shortly... He is expected to lay out some of these sanctions that the G seven, the, the U S and its Western allies are going to put on, on Russia, and we're watching the watching
0: the old BSAs the whole the, the duck under your, under your under your desk because that was my mom's generation, in,
10: right? They had to Ukraine, had to do
0: the the um, nuclear, nuclear, war, nuclear war, war drills and, war, uh, and
10: shit. penalties, um, economic measures to really try to choke off the Russian economy from the rest of the world, um, and also I think we're going to hear the president talk about
0: uh, only drill. I remember when I was a kid cause like I was I was born between the uh, nuclear war drills and the school shooting drills. What we had was like tornado drills when I was in school.
2: The role of the United States compared to to other countries and other allies who were all go into
0: the hallway and put your put your head between your legs, pretty much.
2: Just how forceful to be against Vladimir Putin and Russia.
10: Yeah, look, I think the United States feel that President Biden feels that the U- U.S. has to play a big role in working with other Western allies, the other G7 countries, um, to to coordinate and collaborate on sanctions. Obviously, boomers. The connected nature of the global economy. RB, <laughs> I
0: don't know if you've ever been in, in Twitch <laughs> when I've dumped you over US at Echo Plex.
10: as it could with its partners. I think they
0: they've, they've um, got a song they play called Boomers. boomers. Built, it is uh, really good. To work I can't remember Russia. the name of the band. That yeah. is why,
10: and um, we haven't heard from the, the ruffies. Maybe they, they have this meeting to kind of find an agreement on, on
0: which. Highly recommend checking it out.
10: To put on Russia, um, and, and then we'll hear some more details about those shortly. Uh, but I think you know this is something the president um has talked about throughout his time in office, even as a candidate, um, that he strongly believes in alliances and brands.
0: Periscope isn't a thing anymore. <laughs> That he said were I used to have somebody that watched me every night on Periscope.
10: Um, a time where he is showing that um, he he's working with allies to to.
0: Oh, you had school shooting drills, drills Aaron. Clock. Oh, that's the band name is Periscope. Oh, okay. Thank
2: you, don't We're hearing from Tyler <laughs> Pager, who is live at the White oh, House. Oh shit! You can get an image on your screen, a live shot from the White House, also a live shot from Kiev, where it is after eight o'clock at night. Like Tyler, you know there's so much else on the Columbine president.
0: happened my 8th grade year
2: speech next Tuesday night and we were and like there there were
0: minor changes like throughout my like high school career like Supreme they would lock all the doors
10: we know about the except the for one right now. yeah look there's obviously uh,
0: we uh, did we didn't have like active shooter, shooter drills yet
10: just put it off two yeah. of the uh, biggest things on his plate, right? I think now,
0: that's uh, a uh, at for the the Supreme
10: Court.
0: I think I think that's also a post nine because nine eleven happened my of, of, senior, of, of, senior year.
10: Nominate uh, the replacement uh, for Stephen Breyer, but, uh, but I think
0: like post nine eleven things oh, really started to change been inside been schools.
10: Situation in Russia and Ukraine, and that is um, occupying the most. Of like my entire high
0: school country career country took place country between country and Columbine and nine eleven.
10: Um, Two very, jobs, um, you know, the
0: earth-shattering season, events in, in American history.
10: Course, so, you know, I think,
0: especially for these, a uh, school
10: aged like, child, for, for the Supreme Court and the State of the Union, which will deliver on Tuesday. Um, but, but I think again, it, it's all um, the run- Now the kids are getting World War Three! Yay! Reporting
2: live from the White House. Really appreciate it. Let's go back to James Holman. James, we were talking a few moments ago uh, about this story you yeah,
0: like it's really post 9/11 Americans know the country got into the security theater it became a that this could it became a money maker as well post 9/11 everybody was scared there were all kinds of companies uh, popping up probably going to teach you how to do active shooter drills and
3: shit to Kiev the Chernobyl region's up here this is Russia this is Belarus uh, it's part of what appears to be a uh, Russian effort to take the capital, uh, to topple the government. We know uh, Volodymyr Zelensky, or we, the Ukrainian government says Volodymyr Zelensky is still in Ukraine. Uh, they he suggested he's not in Kiev, but they've declined to say where he is uh, trying to... Wow,
0: they're really so, talking like Russia's going to topple uh, the government...
3: Uh, ...the history, but it's part of...
0: Uh, in, in, ...in just a matter of time uh, that is going to yeah, happen within the bar, next few days.
3: Uh, the, the uh, Zelensky, the,
0: the Zelensky may flee system the system fucking country. Right now, this no fucking way! Noble
3: is, is obviously abandoned. Maybe, uh, maybe I've been too cynical uh, about uh, this. And uh, When there was the fallout... Clouds of I've attack. I've downplayed it a lot, you know, like well, fucking the U.S. Well, is just blowing smoke. Europe uh, about potential explosions here. What I've heard from U.S. defense officials is that the Russian regular forces uh, they have conscription, they've been called up, but they actually train quite a lot on how to. Work but just
0: two fucking weeks ago, it didn't seem like Russia area, was was more on the verge of invading uh and so the the now the fucking whole the whole country of ukraine falls
3: within the next week or two boy am i gonna look stupid national guardsmen uh so not ukrainian regular army but the national guard is clashing i'm happy to admit when i'm wrong Fight for control over chernobyl and uh make their way toward kiev and again this is the Dnieper if River. If the country so falls, I don't know that I, I would change my uh, stance on anything. It appears to be uh, attacking so that they can really surround the city. And if necessary, if the city doesn't... Capitulate,
0: what, what do you mean, what were we, we watching?
3: Kiev, the capital.
0: We're on the Washington Post right now. They've actually done a really good job of explaining
2: things. So Ronda Colvin, let's go to you for more on congressional leaders' reaction. You know, a lot of Republicans were taking a very hawkish approach and asking for Steve. We're safe, probably about not all Ten know. minutes and some
0: change away
2: from Donald Trump, the former president. Really, Biden
0: good. speaking to us and,
2: uh, and almost citing. Frankly, I'm
0: going to doubt he's going to take questions.
2: Couple of days, uh, but let's talk about leadership in Congress and how they're reacting.
0: But he may. He's Joe Biden. That's like the uh, part uh, of his appeals. He's going to stand around and talk to people afterwards.
4: ...are on a week-long break, so they're mostly all in their districts right now. And uh, from our reporting, we're hearing uh, that Mitch McConnell, the Republican minority leader in the Senate, uh, was asked by reporters at an event not long ago in Louisville, Kentucky, about his thoughts on uh, where Biden is going with this right now. He said the current sanctions are tepid in the tepid category. That's a quote from him. But he did say we are all together at this point. So he's been pretty consistent as the Republican leader in the Senate saying that they, they do want to take a bite. No, it's not Grim Reaper, this uh, is a Red Dragon. sanctions. He did say today that he believes that they should, they should be um, increased and, and not in this tepid category. He was asked about those comments that the former president uh, made, Donald Trump made uh, this week, calling Putin a genius or making a genius move uh, in terms of taking some of these territories. Uh, and Mitch McConnell said uh, Putin is a bad guy. We need to Stop him. So he is not agreeing with the former president on this. And this—he
0: wants to get the timing of it is weird because I don't like. Clearly, he wouldn't have faced any pushback.
4: Allies and had he
0: done it when Trump was in office.
4: Already we've seen... So why do it now? ...stand uh, with the Democrats and saying the same things, that uh, the U.S. needs to support Ukraine. They did need
0: to support did Putin it. not want to uh, put so Trump in a position of looking weak, our specifically
4: for the last several years? Let's think back to the uh, special counsel's report, uh, the Robert Mueller report, looking into the interference in the 2016 election. You had a lot of Republicans on the Hill standing by uh, President Trump saying that uh, this was a witch hunt, that Russia didn't do this now they're kind of put in in a place where they're going to have to either side with uh democrats and and biden and show support for the white house on any moves against russia
0: oh no 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 no. they're totally gonna suck putin cock
4: that they are going back to those types of statements, but this is putting them in a very interesting place right now, especially as we are heading into primary season, midterm election season, where before...
0: I mean, Tucker Carlson is on Fox defending Putin.
4: ...and the Senate had, had their plans... ...talking about how, like, oh, they want you to think Putin's a bad guy, ha-ha... The House and Senate again. Uh, But right now, they're in a position where they're they're going to perhaps have to agree on some things when they get back in town. And And if Tucker
0: is saying it on Fox News, and that's that's the base of the party, that's their position.
2: Are fitting into this conversation. You know, some are criticizing President Biden and saying he's not being strong enough, not being firm enough. And then we have others, Donald Trump, most namely that are, are seeming to be quite pro-Putin, which is pretty shocking when you have to have Mitch McConnell saying that Putin is it is a bad guy as a response.
3: Yeah, Libby, we've noticed some... Is it shocking? Messaging. Someone like Josh Hawley, the Republican senator from Missouri, uh, was taking the Tucker Carlson line, has been on Tucker Carlson's show, saying this isn't our fight, why should we care? Uh, today, putting out a statement saying Biden's not being tough enough, we need to supply the Ukrainians, we need to show backbone and resolve... That's an indication, I think, of of where the majority of uh, not just Republican elites, but Republican rank and file voters are. Uh, uh, Something I've been watching really closely is the Ohio. Being a right
0: winger is so easy. You can just say fucking something completely different than what you said the day before.
3: Nobody's going to fucking care. For writing the book, The Hillbilly Elegy, uh, widely quoted a lot of uh, commentary in 2017. He said on Steve Bannon's uh, podcast last week that he didn't care what happened to Ukraine one way or another. It didn't matter to him now the other four it's it's kind of weird that he brings up
0: jd vance because i was kind of thinking country he country looked country a little bit like jd guys, vance
3: jd vance they've all said that the u.s should support ukraine that it does matter and one of the reasons they're saying that is because the largest concentration but in- also
0: like i got face blindness or some shit i can't tell people apart
3: this hometown is cleveland there's a, a suburb of cleveland oh all,
0: all fucking white men look alike to me
3: yesterday on the phone uh with Ukrainian Americans in Parma uh, who were all outraged about what J.D. Vance said, uh, were all determined to do anything they could to support the other Republicans. Traditionally, ever since FDR and Stalin agreed at Yalta uh, to give Ukraine uh, to the Soviets, the, the Ukrainian American population has tended to vote Republican. But support for Ukraine actually has been, since World War II, very bipartisan. Last night, just by happenstance, I had an interview scheduled during the nine o'clock hour, the hour that Putin gave his speech declaring war with Marcy Kaptur. She's a Democratic congresswoman in Ohio, the longest serving woman in Congress ever, uh, and she represents Parma. And I I talked to Marcy Kaptur for, for almost an hour Uh, Yeah, I dropped the ball.
0: I should have carried the Putin speech last night. I didn't know what was going on.
3: To go to Ukraine, uh, where she has a relative. Got the thug off here. I made a barbecue chicken pizza. Got involved. I played video games. And she really emphasized just how bipartisan this has become as an issue and that she really hopes uh, Republicans like Mitch McConnell and others really do forcefully break with Trump. Because what Trump is saying is, is so at odds with what has been the conservative position really since Dwight Eisenhower won the Republican nomination at the 1952 convention over an isolationist candidate who happened to be a, a senator from Ohio, Bob Taft.
0: I don't know what the fuck a military operation it's declaring war, whatever the world 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 wants
2: fuck. to be. Thank you. So I don't know. I don't let's talk more we're, we're, we're we're still,
0: still in the, the foreplay mode in, as far uh, as I'm concerned in, right now. In
2: Ukraine. In Ukraine
0: this doesn't on seem like a full-on Ukraine, war, Ukraine, but then I'm again, they're Ukraine. fucking uh, let's they're trying to take over Chernobyl uh, or some shit.
2: Ukrainians in Kyiv, for example, were desperate to leave. Today, by any means possible, after the attack commenced this morning, people were flooding the train station, leading to chaos. And our colleague Whitney Shefty was there to give us a glimpse of the scene. Let's watch.
11: Я украинка. Прилетела с Германии сегодня ночью. Но случилась беда. Где-то утра с аэропорта нас эвакуировали вместе с дочкой.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, Jenkins. I wasn't paying attention. I'm somewhere else.
11: Был то нападение dude from the Washington
0: Post was tripping me out with how much he looked like JD Vance and he brought up JD Vance
11: and then I was stuck there I'm
0: skeptical of U.S propaganda I'm skeptical of Russian propaganda ми
11: ми працюємо. Вона з дому позвонили, що на Краснопольській границі стріляють. І ми зібралися, начали збиратися їхати додому. Ну так як виїхати ми не можемо, ми стоїмо і не знаємо, що нам робити. Дома маленькі діти. Ну ми прокинулись від вибухів, Була було чутно з перших 5 вибухів, потім.
0: they are angry but they want peace that's what they're saying
11: узнали что поезда and люди много людей выходил отсюда и плакала просто it's not
0: a good sign if the people are actually fleeing the
11: country
5: the
0: more well-off people are fleeing the country
5: that's why I get
0: asked a lot of times like you know am I going to leave the. US it's like things look dire here but like it is it is a position of privilege on me that I would be able to leave I don't even know if I could <laughs> if I would have to scrape together all the resources I had in order to be able to I tell it out of here but it is a possibility I could consider but that's just a, that's, a, that's a a place of privilege for me that I am able to
11: leave I don't
0: think it would be right of me to
11: leave
0: hello ginger! Sorry, sorry to have you join us under such circumstances, as apparently we're seeing the opening salvos of World War
5: III. I sound
0: like me, right? I was listening to to. One of my clips yesterday, and I thought I sounded uh, impaired.
5: But no, 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 no! I sound
0: like me, right? I, I sound like that sweet radio voice is coming through.
5: Did you see me
0: walk up to like a. Uh Like a cashier at a gas station or something. And they'll be like, hello. And i like,
7: good afternoon!
0: (laughs) It really fucking freaks them out.
5: We're, we're just
0: mere minutes away from President Biden speaking. Now, they've pushed this back on us multiple times. He was originally going to speak at noon Eastern time. It was about an hour and a half ago.
2: ...by Whitney Shefty in Ukraine. Just incredible. They've pushed
0: it back a couple different times. Now we are looking at 1.30 Eastern time. Offering... Awaiting President Biden speech.
2: ...threatening that she will kill people, strangle people with her bare hands if it comes to that, giving us a sense of the heightened emotions. And that
0: anxiety. woman is awesome. She, she will strangle people with her bare hands if today. it comes to it.
2: Let's go to Karin Demergen, who covers national security for the Post. That,
0: now, that, is, that is a woman that Sparkles would admire.
2: The world powers, But then when you see our colleagues reporting from on the ground, talking to citizens who are confused and angry and scared, it, it really does. And
0: apparently I thought I was like brightening up her day by sending her memes throughout the day. No, 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 no. Apparently Apparently she's like, this motherfucker's looking at memes. I've got to work during the day. Fuck him.
2: And this this conflict happen in Europe. <laughs> I mean, a, a large part... It's of- what you missed
0: if you missed the freak show this past Friday.
12: ...making the American people kind of connect to this in both ways of, you know, being prepared for what the domestic fallout is going to be. At Warlord. ...of why we should care. Um, you know, last night there was speeches by the Ukrainian president, by the Russian president to obviously... Shaking
0: your head at me.
12: ...invasion... But the Ukrainian president really, you know, he spoke to the Russian people and he spoke to the Ukrainian people in a very firm, very heartfelt sort of fashion, and that sort of uh, the female mind
0: and Sparkle's mind are two different things. Like you can't just you can't just categorize her as like a normal
12: female. And we're all people, and we're supposed to care about. She
0: she is very different than anyone you've ever met.
12: So. Come on, you've
0: you've interacted with her enough to know. He's
12: going to have to both make the American people feel that in a way that, you know, takes a population that is a, here, a population that is kind of tired of war and a little bit tired of geopolitics and makes them understand why this is such a big deal and something that they have to get behind. And also... Is is this good walking
0: content?
12: ...what Putin has done here. I mean, look, we have been here... Also, don't pause your walk to answer that
0: question. Just answer it to your convenience later.
12: it's going to get worse... Um, this is the time when everybody's looking... Sparkles
0: to- is adorable, <laughs> but she will also throat <laughs> bunch you. <American> she <laughs> will pull a gun on you.
12: What is going to happen for... Force helping Ukraine, for but overall she is adorable. Be pouring <laughs> into Europe. You saw all those people at the train stations trying desperately to get out. Everybody is trying to outrun guns.
0: At least you're up and moving. That could help once Biden gets on here. Washington Post has actually done a really good job. I will give their their correspondents and their reporters. Mad props. they've done a really good job of explaining all this. We're trying to get I think uh, I think this is possibly the best coverage I could have picked. to pull up
2: narrators. What do we know?
0: I think I would have been far more let down with NBC or ABC News.
12: Centers in airports, striking military targets.
0: I would have liked to have been able to show you guys the live scene from Moscow, but apparently Putin shut that down. Are
12: homing in on?
0: We were watching a live feed from Reuters. There's
12: clearly a whole bunch of fighting. Where is there,
0: where there were. Um, from the Russians, Mass protests and against
12: and, you know, war the
0: from the, and Russian the Russian
12: people. The be expanded from them. I think that um, you know the Russians have made very clear that they are trying to. Old man their... Biden should be out if any they, moment now. And, and the Americans have been very clear that they think that the Russians are. If they
0: do not push it back to again,
12: to decapitate Ukraine's government. That suggests that any sort of military or government target. See, this is the
0: first time we're hearing about cutting off the head, decapitating Before the Ukrainian government. At least this is the first time I've heard about it. I have been checked out the last couple of days.
12: Missiles going into Ukraine again. This is as of a few hours ago. So all of the I I didn't realize. Like I thought
0: it was going to be another Putin power play coming
12: in again, moving. Where he's
0: going to take over another, you know, a, another couple of regions that were sympathetic to Russia. I didn't think it was going to be a full scale take over the whole goddamn country you
12: go towards apparently
0: the, Zelensky's state state whole states presidency states like is at risk at the moment
12: airports are an op- airports are not an option do you risk going downtown to train depots and things like that or do you just try to go to the country into the hinterlands where it may be safer because maybe there's no obvious targets there these are the questions that are you know I'm confronting every Ukrainian right now who lives in these areas in the middle and in the eastern part of the country and, um, you know, people in the United States government have said that thus far there's no real surprises in what we've seen. This was the worst of what they were warning that Putin might be capable of and going for. I
0: wonder why Germany and Italy might have there's um, an interest on making uh, sure that Russia that's a, that's is still a, able to process payments.
12: Uh, but also concerned with the NATO neighbors to the east, we are repositioning F-35s in a few countries strategically on the NATO border. And clearly people are watching this moment by moment to make sure that those countries are ready to both accept the Ukrainians who are running out to the west, but also bolster their defenses, just in, depending on how close Russia comes to that line. Um, but right now that does seem to be the, the missile action, the the ground movement from the north, from the Belarusian front, is, is what they are tracking. Um, no amphibious assaults yet, but, you know, remember, Ukraine is surrounded by Russia. To the east and sort of north Belarus, which is kind of a vassal wrestling state right now to the north, and the Black Sea coastline, which Russia has more control over. Pretty much controls. And have put many, many ships in that region as well.
2: All right, let's go to James Homan. Karin, if you can stay with us for a moment and he can illustrate some of what you were just talking about. Karin cut out a little bit there, James. It is
0: is an incredibly overcast day here.
2: Belarus, the water.
0: I know on my my camera shot it looks like it's very bright, but it's. What are you
2: most watching here? It is a
0: dreary kind of day here. It was supposed to be like 70 and sunny, but it is not sunny. And they're not predicting it to get 70
3: anymore.
2: Away from the eastern part of the country.
3: Yeah, absolutely, Libby. And indeed, the entire western part of Ukraine. I would prefer to have seventy degree weather right now, uh, which you know aren't enough to stop the the overwhelming force of the Russian military, but they do provide some insulation, uh, and they were you know, significant in past European wars, including World War II. And what Karun is saying is absolutely right. It's apparently uh, there's apparently fifty three here right now, which is not nice at all over here. Is uh is is where a lot of people are fleeing. There's long lines, people are abandoning their cars and going I hate Alabama weather. Many border crossings uh, you know, over that you can really take.
0: You get it's you get into August, September so and
3: the, the air is like soup days, the US You're breathing in soup evacuated from Kiev. Uh, the US has a pretty large I hate United it. I hate United. it presence in And they've gone to Lviv, which is here in the the western part of the country, had a had a weatherman describe uh, it as oppressive night. air.
0: And that's exactly like what it is. It becomes in oppressive. In
3: Poland. So you
0: get into your goddamn car.
3: Conceivable that you would have. And it is
0: like you can't
3: breathe because the, the man, temperature will be like one hundred and ten. Part of the country, and, and just and, the air uh, is just you know, sick. That had been discussed, where maybe Putin only tried to take up to the Dnieper River, which is really the dividing line between. I so I was already considering moving, right? Like when the pandemic hit, and I was like,
0: "Well, I'll sign. I'll sign my lease for another year." And then you know we we get to the next year, and I'm like, "Oh, I'll sign my lease for another year." It doesn't look like this pandemic's going to end. I'm month to month right now, and I have been like putting applications in, resumes. I'm Very picky about a job at this moment. I like I like what I do for myself, but also I could probably need I, I could use getting out of the house and interacting with people again. Uh, once again, we are awaiting President Joe Biden speaking on the Russian invasion of Ukraine which is apparently going full out balls to the walls they're coming from the east they're coming from the north we're speculating that they might be coming from the south
3: which Used to be a pretty independent country, until the last year or two, really did a pretty good job of playing the West and East. off. I moved here during a, an incredible drought. It was like the worst drought this this area had seen. Russia,
0: The leader there- And then since then, it has just been the weirdest fucking weather.
3: Lost a free and fair election, or illegitimately kind of held power, wouldn't give up power. That really alienated him with the West. And so now that has allowed Russian forces to move deeper into Belarus. And so you can see, as Krum was talking about. So we, we talking about Lukashenko. Had control of Crimea since 2014. They control the Sea of Azov and uh, the Kerch Strait, which is really significant. And so, there- one
0: year was pleasant. There wasn't like it wasn't as bad as it has been, but like it's only been like one fucking year. And I want to say it was 2020. It was the pandemic all the refugees year.
3: Refugees who want to get out of Ukraine. But
0: there was more pleasant weather than than there usually our- is.
3: We're in a La Nina right now. We have about 3,500 U.S. troops. There's a story in our. It should be more pleasant weather right across the border in Poland, uh, where you know a lot of famous musicians have performed. Right now, it's full of cots for U.S. troops who are preparing for any potential spillover. That is where you get into the risk of potential escalation uh, and, and you know, Putin is, is, is being, you know, obviously crazy, but he is rational. And a lot of Western officials expect- He's he being crazy, but he's rational. ...potential blowups that would pull the United States into war, because if that happens, then- He's possible. the rational Russian, Russian that's also possible. acting crazy. Like,
2: and to that end, Karin Demirgin, you know President uh, Biden, as well as other American leadership, has been very careful as they've talked about where American troops would be, how close to Ukraine or far away from Ukraine they would be. Uh, there seems to be a lot of very direct signaling, very overt signaling, to make it clear that they are not engaging in a boot. You
0: came attack. here the year after the tornadoes then.
2: I mean, right. I mean, that's
12: been very concerted, and that's because NATO— It's was-
0: still wild that I can, I can walk up here is not on the trails near my apartment. He's not. He's not. So I can see where a tornado went up the NATO mountain
12: because the country
0: trees country. aren't there. It's, it's fucking wild.
12: Ukraine, and frankly, that would probably end up being an escalation. Sad as that is, that is what Putin's banking on, and it's a, it's a fairly smart calculation on his part because he knows that the NATO countries are very reticent. To go beyond their borders, and that has been, frankly, why Ukraine has probably not advanced any further in its NATO aspirations than it did all this time. If you have 20% of your country being occupied by a foreign and you know adversary power, that makes it very difficult to join a defense alliance that fundamentally boils down to that Article 5 of an attack on one is an attack on all. Um, I would just add, just uh, going back to what James was talking about with the map. Yeah,
0: I was at at a TV station for the five-year anniversary. They made a real big deal about it.
12: And all of this. I mean,
0: it was a big deal. It's wild. It's... it's um,
12: Marupol... To
0: see the tornado pass and everything. ...of
12: Crimea on that Sea of Azov area that he circled... This was something like fucking 20, 20, 20, 20 25 E4s was, or some shit. ...7, years ago, the last time I was in the region. Um, that could be a very strategic way of choking off Like two E5s? But ...west of that, nearer to Moldova, is Odessa, which is a very famous storied city in Ukraine. But also, Odessa is has always had a fairly sympathetic to the Russia population. Not entirely, but there are potential people there who would not. There are
0: pockets all over Ukraine, as Ukraine as, as predominantly, predominantly in, in the, Russia the Russia east,
12: et cetera, Would be. Now we've seen that the, the main first assault has been on those larger first.
0: And that's why it's a more complicated issue than than Western media makes it out to be.
12: Places to the south also that could indicate how far putin intends to go with it but
0: nothing changes my position that the fucking like the u.s shouldn't be involved in this shit it's,
12: it's a, nato shouldn't be a fucking thing of where this just where this ends up going and how far it goes and and what the ukrainians do in response because again russia's got a lot of firepower and a lot of boots and a lot of sailors ready to go at this but Holding a country the size of Ukraine with a population. We're
0: still waiting on President Joe Biden to give his remarks. He's about 10 minutes late for this latest time that we've been given. They keep pushing it back.
2: So this is a whole bunch of unknowns here about how that is going to go forward. Rhonda Colvin, we're expecting President Biden to speak shortly. Set us up for what we should be listening for.
4: Well, I think right now from what we're hearing is that he is prepared to talk about uh, more specific and and stronger sanctions. That looks like the direction that this is headed in. And, of course, I think it's also going to follow the framework. And
0: I'm amazed at at the quality of The Washington Post reporting while being owned by Jeff Bezos. As I broadcast leader, on Twitch, uh, I think
4: he's probably not which going is owned by
0: Jeff Bezos,
4: so this has become.
0: Uh, I reiterate my feelings uh, of fuck uh, Jeff Bezos.
4: I think he, he really is going to make sure that that point hits home. And I think from what I am seeing from members of Congress who have been coming out with their own bold statements on what should be done next, I think uh, they'll also be listening to this as well and preparing what to do next week when they return. But I think right now he has... Uh, the responsibility as president to uh, tell everyone where America stands right now, what are these new developments, and, and where, Amer- how America is going to respond next. So we know earlier this week he said that they. Now it's he- almost
0: 9 o'clock in Moscow. Sanctions that if that makes a difference. Over the
4: coming days. And I think right now, because of what happened last I night... I would
0: think if it, things of- are calming down or, or maybe. Further.
4: So I think this. These maybe
0: they are, are uh, conducting old, their operations overnight, days, and things are and actually getting ready safe, to escalate.
4: Sure know what's going on. What do
0: I know? I'm and an idiot American. Specific
4: steps the United sitting States in his
0: American living state. room.
4: And it's always I always say this, even on the Hill when we're waiting on long. Bridges. I don't know
0: shit about shit. We always
4: uh, be mindful of when we see these long delays. I mainly
0: play with my dick in my, uh, and, you and you my and my video games. Anything so.
4: crazy is happening behind the scenes, but it, it does mean that. Uh, this is being taken care of, being uh, considered the words, uh, his posture as he comes out. I believe Tyler... She
0: seems to know what she's talking about, though.
4: Um, last, uh, a few days ago... What's up, Tyler Alice? that... Biden was in the Oval Office making sure that he had his messaging correct. We are
0: awaiting
4: Joe Biden to to tell us what's going on with... No, exactly. But anytime you see these long delays, it also points to...
0: R.B. could be... Fucking YouTube is always delayed. So R.B. could be laughing at something I said two or three minutes ago. (laughs)
2: Sanctions (laughs) can go. And we've heard a message from President Biden up till now of keeping a door open for diplomacy. Uh, But James... Uh, is that Doris? Oh, President Biden's coming. We're
0: waiting for. We're, we're waiting for Biden. Here he comes. President
2: of the United States, speak. This is live coverage. An hour and
0: forty-five minutes later than what he was supposed to be. Without
13: justification.
0: Good afternoon.
13: the Russian military has begun a brutal assault on the people of Ukraine. Without provocation, without justification, without necessity, this is a premeditated attack. Vladimir Putin has been planning this for months, as we've been saying, all along. He moved more than a hundred— I
0: I mean, I fucking doubted you, but— —equipment positions
13: along the Ukrainian border. He moved blood supplies into position and built a field hospital, which uh, tells you all you need to know about his intentions all along. He rejected every good-faith effort the United States and our allies and partners made to address our mutual security concerns— through dialogue to avoid needless conflict and avert human suffering. For weeks, for weeks, we have been warning that this would happen, and now it's unfolding largely as we predicted. In the past week, we've seen shelling increase in the Donbas, a region in eastern Ukraine controlled by Russian-backed separatists. Rus- the Russian government has perpetrated cyber attacks against Ukraine. We saw a staged political theater in Moscow, outlandish and baseless. Bidenism, Zelensky. Ukraine was a Ukraine (laughs) was about to invade and launch a war against Russia. That Ukraine was prepared to use chemical weapons. Ukraine committed a genocide without any evidence. We saw a flagrant violation of international law. And attempting to unilaterally...
0: I mean, the fucking U.S. does that shit all the time.
13: ...sovereign Ukrainian territory. And at the very moment that... Russia
0: may have done it. I just, I don't feel like we have a platform to be able to wag our fingers about it. ...war.
13: Within moments, moments, missile strikes began to fall on historic cities across Ukraine. Then came the air raids, followed by tanks and troops rolling in. We've been transparent with the world. We've shared declassified evidence about Russia's plans and cyber attacks and false pretexts so that there could be no confusion or cover up about what Putin was doing. Putin is the aggressor. Putin chose. Anarcho
0: Bidenist.
13: Now he and his country will bear the consequences. Today I'm authorizing additional strong sanctions and new limitations on what can be exported to Russia. This is going to impose severe cost on the Russian economy, both immediately and over time. We have purposely designed these sanctions to maximize the long-term impact on Russia and to minimize the- impact. I fucking love my chat. You guys are hilarious. I want to be clear. The United States is not doing this alone. For months, we've been building a coalition of partners representing well more than half the global economy, 27 members of the European Union, including France, Germany, Italy, as well as the United Kingdom, Canada, Japan, Australia, New Zealand and many others to amplify the joint
0: impact of our response. The hell of a roster you got there. The
13: G7 leaders this morning and we're in full and total agreement.
0: The we coalition will listen to the willing
13: to do business in dollars, euros, pounds and yen to be part of the global economy limit their ability to do that. We're going to stunt the ability of, to finance and grow Rus- the, the Russian military. We're going to impose major — and we're going to impair their ability to compete in high-tech 21st-century economy. We've already seen the impact of our actions on Russia's currency and the ruble, which early today hit its weakest level ever, ever in history. The Russia stock market plunged today. Russian government borrowing rates spiked by over 15 percent. In today's actions, we've now sanctioned Russian banks that together hold around one trillion dollars in assets. We've cut off Russia's largest bank, a bank that holds more than one third of Russia's banking assets, Italy. by itself. I
0: didn't even notice him saying it Italy financial system.
13: And today, we're also blocking four more major banks. That means every asset they have in America will be frozen. This includes VTB, the second largest bank in Russia, which has $250 billion in assets. As promised, we're also adding the names to the list of Russian elites and their family members that are sanctioning that were sanctioned as well. You just made the list. These are people who personally gained from the Kremlin's policies and they should share in the pain. We will keep up this drumbeat of those designations against corrupt billionaires in the days ahead. On Tuesday, we stopped the Russian government from raising money from U.S. or European investors. Now we're going to apply the same restrictions to Russia's largest state owned.
0: It's just going to end up shutting down the ATMs for the, the normal people. 1.4 trillion. Normal people aren't going to be able to get bank loans. So it's not going to hurt the, the billionaires.
13: As we squeeze Russia's access to finances and technology
0: for strategic sectors of its economy. And that and that is the reason why there were anti war demonstrations in Russia. To those
13: of our allies and partners, we estimate that we'll cut off more than half of Russia's high tech imports. It will strike a blow to their ability to continue to modernize their military. It'll degrade their aerospace industry, including their space program. It will hurt their ability to build ships, reducing their ability to compete economically. And it will be a major hit to Putin's long-term strategic ambitions. And we're preparing to do more. In addition to the economic penalties we're imposing, we're also taking steps to defend our NATO allies, particularly in the East. Tomorrow, NATO will convene a summit. We'll be there to bring together the leaders of 30 allied nations and close partners to affirm our solidarity, and to map out the next steps we will take to further strengthen all aspects of our NATO alliance.
0: Okay, if NATO wasn't a thing, would this be occurring?
13: ...dollars in defensive assistance to Ukraine just this year, it's last year. Let me say it again. Our forces are not and will not be engaged in the conflict with Russia in Ukraine. Our forces are not going to Europe to fight in Ukraine but to defend our NATO allies and reassure those allies in the East. As I made crystal clear, the United States will defend every inch of NATO territory with the full force of American power. And the good news is NATO is more united and more determined than ever. There is no doubt, no doubt that the United States and every NATO ally will meet our Article 5 commitments, which says an attack on one is an attack on all. Over the past few weeks, I ordered thousands of additional forces to Germany. That is literally how we got World War I commitment to NATO. On Tuesday, in response to Russia's aggressive action, including its troop presence in Belarus and the Black Sea, I've authorized the deployment of ground and air forces already stationed in Europe to NATO's eastern flank allies Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Poland and Romania. History really does repeat itself, have also been stepping up adding the other allies, the rest of NATO, adding their own forces and capabilities to ensure collective defense. And today, within hours of Russia's unleashing its assault, NATO came together and authorized and activated an activation of response plans. This will enable NATO's high readiness forces to deploy and when and where they are needed to protect our NATO allies on the eastern boundaries of Europe. And now I'm authorizing additional U.S. force capabilities to deploy to Germany as part of NATO's response, including some of the U.S.-based forces that the Department of Defense placed on standby weeks ago. I've also spoken with Defense Secretary Austin and Chairman of the Joint Chiefs General Milley about preparations for additional moves should they become necessary to protect our NATO allies and support the greatest military alliance in the history of the world, NATO. As we respond, my administration is using the tools, every tool it's disposal, to protect American families and businesses from rising prices at the gas pump. You know, we're taking active steps to bring down the cost, and American oil and gas companies should not, should not exploit this moment to hike their prices, to raise profits. You know, in our sanctions package, we specifically designed to allow energy payments to continue. We are closely monitoring energy supplies for any disruption. We've been coordinating with major oil producers. We'll still take your oil. We'll still take your gas to secure global energy supplies. Germany will too, We're actively working with countries around the world to elevate collective release from the strategic petroleum reserves of major energy consuming countries. And the United States will release additional barrels of oil as conditions warrant. I know this is hard and that Americans are already hurting. I will do everything in my power to limit the pain the American people are feeling at the gas pump. This is critical to me. But this aggression cannot go unanswered. If it did, the consequences for America would be much worse. That
0: could be also, you know, Putin's timing fucking with the... This is who we are. The
13: election. Let me also repeat the warning I made last week. This coming fall. Russia pursues
0: cyber attacks. Make sure the Democrats look as bad as possible.
13: We are prepared to respond. For months, we've been working closely with with the private sector to harden our cyber defenses, sharpen our ability. Make sure
0: they get slaughtered in in the midterms.
13: I spoke last night to President Zelensky of Ukraine, and I assured him, that the United States, together with our allies and partners in Europe, will support the Ukrainian people as they defend their country We'll provide you humanitarian relief to ease their suffering and in the early days Wait, of the- What do you guys think is
0: Ukraine going <laughs> to fall? hide
13: the truth and claim success.
0: A couple of days ago I wouldn't have thought that, but they, like everybody's talking like that now' shown
13: time and again how swift gains in territory eventually give way to grinding occupations, acts of mass civil, mass civil disobedience, and strategic dead ends. The next few weeks and months, we harden on the people of Ukraine. Putin has unleashed a great- You're just campaign. rooting that on, warlord. But the Ukrainian people have known 30 years of independence. This is what you're hoping for. Shown that they will not tolerate anyone who tries to take their country backwards. This is a dangerous moment for all of Europe, for the freedom around the world. Putin has committed an assault on the very principles that uphold the global peace. But now the entire world sees clearly what Putin and his Kremlin and and his Kremlin allies are really all about. This was never about a genuine security concerns on their part. It was always about naked aggression. That does that does indeed Fire seem to be Empire. the plan to surround Any
0: Kiev, necessary
13: by bullying Russia's neighbors through coercion and corruption, by changing borders by force, and ultimately by choosing a war without a cause. Putin's actions betray his sinister vision for the future of our world, one where nations take what they want by force. But it is is am just I'm
0: just kind of blown away about this because like I thought. Possible little proxy wars in these separatist regions. United States and our allies. And and Putin Party. was going to try to annex another little little area. More More I didn't think he was going to take over the whole fucking country. Putin's aggression against
13: Ukraine will end up costing Russia dearly.
0: And the and the U.S. has been sounding the alarms. Apparently, for once, the U.S. was telling the Putin
13: truth. on the international
0: stage. Any nation. I didn't believe him. You have no credibility, you stupid fucks. In the history of this era is written.
13: Yeah, it already was a war. proxy war. You're right. War to make Lord. a totally unjustifiable war on Ukraine will have left Russia weaker and the rest of the world stronger. Liberty, democracy, human dignity. These are the forces far more powerful than fear and oppression. They cannot be extinguished by tyrants like... Oh, no. Fear and oppression seems to be winning. Be extinguished by people, ...from people's hearts and hopes by any amount of violence and intimidation. Both of those seem awfully powerful right now. In the contest between democracy and autocracy, between sovereignty and subjugation...
0: Autocracy seems to
13: be winning. ...freedom will prevail. God bless the people of a free and democratic Ukraine. And may God protect our troops.
9: Mr.
10: President, Mr.
0: President. I mean, Associated
3: Press, Zeke.
0: Oh, he's going to take questions.
3: Do so you have any plans to speak with President Putin at this point, and what interactions have you had with the Russian government?
13: I heard the first part. Do I have any plans to speak with Putin at this
9: point, and what? What communications have you had with the Kremlin as far as uh, military operations in Ukraine and making sure this does not spiral into a larger conflict?
13: Well, it's a large conflict already. The way we're going to ensure it's not going to spiral to a larger conflict is by Providing all the forces needed in the Eastern European nations that are members of NATO. NATO is more united than it's ever been. And I have no plans to talk with Putin. Buffing up Poland. Uh, Wall Street Journal. Tarina.
7: Mr. President, you didn't mention SWIFT in your sanctions that you announced. Is there a reason why the U.S. uh, isn't doing that? Is there a disagreement among allies? Um, regarding SWIFT and whether uh, Russia should be allowed to be a part of it.
13: The sanctions that we have proposed on all their banks... And
0: I, I kind of mocked Zelensky one, on, what was it, Monday night one, when he was calling two, for two, the U.S. to uh, is, go ahead and impose sanctions. Right now, that's not the position that the rest of uh, Europe wishes to take. Sorry, so, dude. My apologies. A,
13: ve- ve- vega, uh, ABC.
7: Sir, sanctions clearly have not been enough to deter Vladimir Putin to this point. What is going to stop him? How and when does this end? And do you see him trying to go beyond Ukraine? And a second question I'll just give to you now. This statement that he gave... What, is he going to invade Poland? ...threat that he gave the West will face consequences greater than any you have faced in history. Is he threatening a nuclear strike?
13: I have no idea what he's threatening. I know what he has done number one and number two no one expected the sanctions to prevent anything from he knows
0: what he did last summer it has to show this
13: is going to take time and we have to show resolve so he knows what's coming and so the people not high
0: enough for this shit he's
13: brought on them that's what this is all about this is going to take time it's not going to occur he's going to say oh my god these sanctions are coming I'm going to stand down he's going to test the resolve of the west to see if we stay together and we will we will, and it will impose significant costs on him.
7: Will he go beyond Ukraine, sir? Do you see yes. him going beyond
13: Ukraine? Yes.
9: Thank you. Uh, two topics, just really quick. First, markets are down. What up, Ducey? And gas prices are up. I know you always stress the difference. Stupid son of a bitch. Wall Street and Main Street, but everybody seems to be in for some economic pain. How economically painful is it going to get for people in this country? And I do have one more
13: question. How how far are you going to bend everybody over? Brandon. When a major nuclear power attacks and invades another... Brandon. ...that the world is going to respond. And markets can respond all over the world.
0: I'm surprised he yeah. hasn't, hasn't done that and called him Brandon.
13: The notion that this is going to last for a long time is highly unlikely as long as we continue to stay resolved in imposing the sanctions we're going to impose on russia period what's your next question i'm sorry
9: the next question is did you underestimate putin and would you still describe him the way that you did in the summer as a worthy adversary
0: at the time apparently they didn't underestimate him i was the one underestimating him
13: i didn't underestimate him
0: and i've read
13: most of everything he's written did you read the i shouldn't i'm not a wise guy you you heard the speech he made yeah you
0: stupid son of a bitch into
13: Ukraine. He has much larger ambitions in Ukraine. He wants to, in fact, reestablish the former Soviet Union. That's what this is about. And I think that his, uh, his ambitions uh, are, are completely contrary to the place where the rest of the world has arrived.
9: And, 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 you're confident that these devastating sanctions Are going to be as devastating as Russian missiles and bullets and tanks?
13: Yes, Russian bullets, missiles, and tanks in Ukraine. Yes, I am.
2: Thank you, President Biden. Biden. If sanctions cannot stop President Putin, what penalty can?
13: I didn't say sanctions couldn't stop him.
2: You've been talking about the threat of these sanctions for several weeks now. Yes,
13: but the threat of the sanctions and imposing the sanctions and seeing the effect of the sanctions are two different things. They're okay. two different but, things. And we're now going to, he's going to begin to see the effect of the sanctions.
7: And what will that do? How will that
2: change his mindset here, given he's attacking so Ukraine so as Because it will so weaken his
13: country that he'll have to make a
0: very... Depends on what the definition of the word sanction is. ...to move toward being a second-rate
13: power or, in fact, respond.
2: You said in recent weeks that big nations cannot bluff when it comes to something like this. You recently said that the idea of personally sanctioning President
7: Putin was on the table. I
0: made some funny jokes about uh, Steve Ducey's son.
7: Sanctioning President Putin? Yes. Why not sanction him today? That's about
0: all you missed.
2: Why not sanction him today,
0: Mr. President, if I can, you detailed some severe... Sanction him today, sanction him tomorrow...
8: Over time, but given the full scale invasion, given that you're not pursuing uh, disconnecting Russia from what's called SWIFT, the international banking system, or other sanctions at your disposal,
0: respectfully, sir, what more are you waiting for?
13: Specifically, with the sanctions we've imposed, exceed SWIFT. The sanctions we imposed exceed anything that's ever been done. You got, got fucking mad. Generated two thirds of the world joining us. They are profound sanctions. Let's have a conversation in another month. Do
0: not insult the size of Joe Biden's Zelensky, sir, you spoke sanctions. I Vladimir Zelensky yesterday, sir. What, what, what's, the,
13: what's the risk that we are watching the beginning of another Cold War, and is there now a complete rupture in U.S. and Russian relations?
0: There is a, I thought it's a hot war now. Russian relations,
13: if they continue on this path that they're on. And in terms of a Cold War, Oh, we're, we're cold. The last majority of the rest of the world in total opposition to what he's doing, from Asia to South America to Europe to around the world. And so it's going to be a cold day for Russia. The idea, you don't see a whole lot of people coming to his... I bet it is
0: cold in Russia. Are
11: you, are you if I
0: could follow up, sir, are you urging China to... It's help? February 24th in Russia right now. Russia. I'm not prepared to. Maybe clean. it's the 25th. I don't fucking know.
13: Oh, no, no.
10: Yeah.
13: No, no, no. He's had his hand up a long time.
10: Thank you, Mr. President. How concerned are you that uh, Putin wants to go beyond Ukraine? Hey, it's
0: twenty-eight degrees in Russia.
10: If he moves into NATO,
0: we've been there here here in Alabama. So, like, I can't. I can't. The only thing that I'm I I can't bitch on twenty-eight degrees. He'll be emboldened
13: if we don't move against him now. We'll get
0: up to a high of like thirty-five tomorrow. He will be emboldened.
13: Look, you know every.
0: uh, Well, anyway
10: talk anything more about your conversation can
0: you he's wrapping it up why is he smiling so big
10: why not why not sanction putin directly today today. i'm sorry i can't hear you sir india which is a major defense partner of the united states is india with fully with you on the issue of ukraine and russia
13: does so the Defense Department of the United States? Sir, or-
10: India is one of your major defense partners. Is India fully in sync with the United States on on Russia?
13: We're going to be. We're in consultation with with India today. We haven't resolved that completely.
10: One more question. Okay, thank you all very much.
0: I don't know. Modi seems like he would be sympathetic to uh, to Putin.
2: President Biden. I don't
0: don't know that to be fact, though.
2: After announcing new sanctions in response to Russian President Vladimir Putin and Russian troops' attack on Ukraine. The American president saying Putin has chosen a war without a cause. Now, the president pledged that America and its allies will emerge more powerful and united through this. He also issued a warning. Apparently,
0: there has never been any kind of sanctions that targeted Putin himself.
2: An equal. That's what we were hearing from the Washington Post before Uh, Many questions from the press corps range... Biden spoke. The fuck indeed. ...and India to just how far these sanctions truly go and how much they will hurt. Let's head to Hannah Jewell now. Outside the White House, our national video reporter can talk... What up, Hannah?
7: ...about the highlights
2: of the president's remarks.
7: Hannah? So Libby, we heard um, Biden call this a brutal assault and, as he said, a war without a cause. And we got an outline of the new level of sanctions... That the oh, I think Putin
0: has, Putin has, Putin has Putin a cause. Putin We've Putin gone over Putin
7: this. With its allies, he wants
0: to reunite the Soviet Union.
7: To Russia, um, he
0: spoke Putin very poetically Putin, about that.
7: Too, as well as defense, um, limiting Russian access to dollars, euros, pound system, um, blocking finance um to russian military i don't know how
0: you can actually target putin money directly uh, because like uh, I, I feel investors. like he's got money everywhere uh, did we learn that from the the panama papers the paradise, paradise papers
7: and cutting off one trillion dollar in assets um from the u.s financial system and russia between Putin
0: and his buddies were a big part of those reveals um,
7: he kept stressing that this would take time um he said actually to a reporter asking a question like come back and ask me in a in a month if you think this is working um
0: because Will Ukraine be a country in a month?
7: In the first place. This is
0: blowing my mind. ...focused
7: um, on how devastating he thought that these sanctions would be. He was asked about why he has not uh, explicitly cut off Russia from SWIFT, why there's been no announcement of that, um, cutting off Russia from the international banking system. He- I've been
0: mocking all the shit the U.S. has been why saying.
7: ...to do that and said that his package of sanctions was, in fact, uh, in by his words, a... Uh,
0: He's very uh, nostalgic for the Soviet bloc. United
7: States uh, commitment to Article Five, NATO treaties, said that NATO allies would be meeting tomorrow, um, and that an attack on a NATO. Ally as, I,
0: as I've said, it's more complicated than what we make it out to be, because like there are targets that are sympathetic to Russia.
7: If there were a further attack on a um a, a nato allied country to the u.s in the east um and he also really stressed that uh these sanctions are designed to maximize impact on russia he said and minimize effects on the u.s and allies he said that he knew that americans were feeling the so-called pain at the gas pump but of course in this very interconnected world there is always which means
0: they're and still letting their oil come to, to market
7: insulate americans from what is happening in europe
2: Mm. Hannah, Joel, thank you so much. The president speaking to an audience of many with a lot of. Is, this is what I
0: was worried about. Is going to be sanctions that is hard going hard to hard fuck hard up hard hard the action. Russian economy.
2: Give us a sense of how intensive these fuck the
0: Russian are. people.
2: How much bite do they have?
0: Not actually do anything mm, to prevent future. Putin or his pals.
2: Exactly
12: what t- Treasury is doing, and he name checked only a couple of things. But if he really From is being saying, able
0: to operate,
12: largest bank. And he's really sanctioning the VTB, which he did name check, and that the total um, market capitalization of all of these is over a trillion. That is serious. Um, Russia's GDP is only about 1.5 trillion a year. And so you're talking about a serious number of assets there um, that especially if he's sanctioning the spare bunk level VTB, if Gazprom. Gazprom Bank is in the mix. So I would
0: assume that the US's position now is like, hopefully, these sanctions cripple them. They pull back. They do not go for Kiev.
12: SWIFT is kind of like the last little drops of cutting Russia off from the banking system. What
0: happens if they take Kiev?
12: Transactions denominated in dollars. Pound zeros, and everybody's in lockstep on that, it's a very rare institution that's going to say, actually, I kind of feel like it anyway. And that's really the very last little bit that Swift would catch. So Brian was right when he's talking about how the impact here is in the banking sector sanctions. I would have liked to have heard a few more details, and I'm sure my colleagues are reporting this as we speak, um, about what the expert controls that you referenced are going to be, because it depends on what industry, it depends on what scope, those are those could do as much damage to the Russian economy.
0: Well, we were we were seeing widespread protest in some ways as the banking Against the war in Moscow. Uh, we had a live shot up when we first came on from Reuters. It was shut down. They were they were there were mass arrests in Moscow.
12: Why Putin wasn't personally being
0: and the live feed got shut down after about forty minutes of, of broadcasting.
12: Is in line I suppose with what we've been hearing from officials across the board—that uh, would
0: have been uh, like seven thirty, eight o'clock Russian time.
12: Um, but again, I think that uh, the details of those expert controls, I'm sure, we'll be learning <laughs> momentarily. I
0: don't. I'm not usually. I'm, I'm not usually hitting the bong this early in the day. To
12: hit Russia in the gut. I usually
0: save the bong for like usually the first time I hit the bong is like on the on the on the regular troll patrol.
12: What up, Zoot? Their defense apparatus to their intelligence apparatus. But, I mean,
0: anytime Biden's speaking, you got to. take... Take some Biden bong rips. Done
12: best, or whether we're going to see something that is much more of a broad sort of
2: backhand against Russia's
12: connections to the entire global marketplace. Mm,
2: uh, great things to point out, Karin, and great questions to ask. Let's go to Paul Soni next, who covers national security as well. Uh, Paul, let's dig in a little more. To what I'm
0: still interested in the timing because wouldn't Putin have had an left easier left time doing what
14: this?
2: Can the United States with Trump and in power?
14: I think the problem that the Biden administration faces here is that it was very, very clear. Did about-
0: that play into Trump's decision to want to pull all the troops back from. Not that I disagree with pulling all the troops out of every fucking where all across
14: the world. When they're unpredicted, both on the target in terms of the. But I mean, I
0: thought. I, I, was that so that we wouldn't be in any position to assist
14: Ukraine? Um, you saw there in the press corps, people were not satisfied. Can't wanting to go outside, it, mu- it must be looking at, at least, least against Russia. People are not satisfied. Slightly nice they out they there. Already signaled this, and there's no surprise there. That makes people feel like, wow, Russia is really uh, getting a punishment that wasn't expected.
2: Uh, so th- there was a question by reporters about you know the role of sanctions, right? The threat of the sanctions, sort of being the the warning versus the. Okay, this oh, is
0: absolutely. Call him a genius.
2: Reap the consequences, and that is Trump now called
0: Putin Vladimir a genius. Of
2: Vladimir Putin and his allies. Paul, can you give us a sense of, of what the Biden administration for his
0: moves on the, the separatist regions
2: online, and in terms of how
0: that's what I'm saying. Like it would have be been, been a lot easier under the Trump, Trump administration
14: for Putin to pull this Biden off. The
2: Russians.
0: As it's almost said, like a big dick.
14: I would say Fucking this is anticipated entirely by the Russians and they would have baked this into their calculus before rolling tanks over the border. Stop, buddy. He's trying to get one of my hair ties. the problems that you face in trying to deter... It's,
0: it's almost like it's a big dick move on on Putin's part to do it under Biden. Like, ah, U.S., what you gonna do, huh?
14: Huh? He needs to solve for whatever reason, whether that's his historical uh, revisionism. Uh, he's, or trying
0: or fu- he's trying to he fuck. He's trying to fuck with my headphone cord, cord
14: now. You're not going to. What tra- the What the hell, dude? What the uh, hell? Just by nature of his government and his 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 place in the world and his place within Russia, um, I think no, you can't get on the board. Ask and there's a lot of literature um, on sanctions and their effectiveness, and they can be effective when you're trying. Get to down, to, buddy. Uh, for example a you certain don't. program within a country um, but where the I don't have any masks for you to play with up here and also where that program is maybe not 100% central to the rationale of the leader um, that he's is-
0: standing in front of the monitor that I'm, I'm always watching I used to watch this monitor but then I realized I was looking the opposite direction against the west he is willing to suffer great on screen so I changed to looking at this monitor
14: back into Moscow's fear of influence so it looks like
0: I'm looking at the video while I'm watching the monitor but he in front of my monitor
14: let's
2: bring in james homan to the conversation uh james i'd like to get any more uh input you have what's up
0: james human uh,
2: sort of american warnings america this guy's
0: knowledgeable i like him an awful yeah, lot you
2: know, president biden did address the question of uh, just how aggressive russia could be not just in terms of ukraine or even other countries in the region but globally in terms of uh, s- cyber uh and attacks that, that russia could launch on the united states even in that way
3: Yeah, absolutely, Libby, and to tack on to Paul's great points, the problem is that Russia cares far more about Ukraine than the United States cares about Ukraine, because they see it, Putin sees it as part of his sphere. I would assume. Uh, it, It was really striking, you know, putting aside the sanctions part of it. That was the firmest commitment we've seen from President Biden to the U.S. following through on its Article 5 commitments. Uh, It was our colleague, The Post, Tyler Pager, who asked the president there at the end, do you expect Putin to go further than Ukraine? Biden saying yes uh, and and reiterating his commitment essentially to go to war with Russia if Putin attacks members of NATO. Here I have the map. The NATO countries are in green. You can see Russia here in yellow uh, stretching from the U.S. up here all the way over. President Biden not just sending reinforcements to Poland, but it also does not look here. yellow to me <laughs> at United all. States, Estonia, Latvia and Lithuania, uh, you know, basically saying the U.S. is is preparing for spillover, preparing for this to escalate. It's a dramatic statement for an American president to make. But it was also you know, very decisive, uh, very clear that the U.S. isn't going to tolerate a move beyond Ukraine. The other point, Libby, that you mentioned, which was really striking, was President Biden saying everything's on the table vis-a-vis cyber security, uh, cyber attacks. The president said that the U.S. has been hardening its own cyber defenses over the last year. One of the concerns is we've already seen Russia attacking Ukraine's cyber defenses. Well, I would
0: assume we had no fucking cyber defense the entire time Trump was in all of this.
3: I'm sure we need to get a lot harder. over. Uh, just because Ukrainian networks are connected to other countries in the region. Uh, and NATO has said uh, that a cyber attack on a NATO member could constitute an attack that could lead to the invocation of Article 5. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean full-scale conventional war, uh, but there, there are risks. Uh, and one of the things that has been baked into US calculations about sanctions is Will Vladimir Putin try to shut down power plants in the United States, uh, which he has the capability to do? Uh, will yes. Try to shut yes. Down here? And if he does, how will the U.S. respond? And this is what could lead to that cycle of escalation. But very strong words from the president about uh, what he's willing to do. And also, it's worth keeping in mind that, you know, this this was Trunch 2. He didn't call it that. But earlier this week, he said, this is Trunch 1. We're cutting off these banks. Now there's Trunch 2. Trunch 3, he has left some things in reserve. He could personally sanction Putin. Didn't rule it out. Said it's still on the table. He still could move. I wouldn't Why wouldn't that be the first fucking he said, thing you do? He acknowledged during that uh, Q&A with reporters that the reason... Oh, he could sanction Putin. ...European objections. He left to- that on the table. ...Russia starts to be more aggressive if they move hard into the West, if they threaten Poland... That is the kind of step that could be in tranche 3.
2: Uh, let's listen to some of President Biden's remarks. The president announced these sanctions that he... No!
0: No! I can't do it! No, we just, we just heard his remarks. Uh, this is the live shot from Kiev. That's much better than hearing Biden again. I tried to sign up for Truth Social, only on iPhones at the moment. I wonder. I wonder if it's only on iPhones and it's going to have like some major security issues once they put it out on like Androids and shit. But they're using, they're using iPhone right now just to mask like the, the fucking coming wave of, of, of cyber attacks, of hacks. It's going to go down. It's going to go down in flames. These are anti-war protests in Times Square. We did have... live shots from the protests in Moscow. But Putin shut those down. Truth Social with CEO Devin Nunes. It just launched, what, last week in, in its beta phase? It's already had several problems. Devin Nunes resigned from Congress to be the CEO. 9 11 inside jab! <laughs> Thank you for being a freaking follower! Nine eleven inside Jeb <laughs> Ah <laughs> I don't I don't like that it said uh job in the closed captioning. I said Jeb <laughs> No 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 that's Jeb With the exclamation point Deb, I, it's so close. It's so close to fucking presidential time. They're going to, they're going to start announcing right after the midterm who's running this time. Two years from now, I'm going to be broadcasting we're like primary season, we're gonna be on all the fucking time. In a way I'm ready for it. As a as a political streamer, I'm ready for it. American citizen, I'm so not ready for it. Even, even as a political streamer and something that would not be in my own best interest, I advocate that we have, you know, designated time periods for campaigns. They should only be like a month for the general. A month for the primary. You're not allowed to fucking campaign outside of that fucking month. Because it's too fucking much. Late-stage capitalism. Something I fucking love the whole, the whole campaign season. Fucking capitalism fucking ruins it. I hope you're alive two years from now, R.B. I assume I will be, but I might choke on something or have a heart attack. Those are the two. If if you find out, like if, if, if somebody says I committed suicide or I OD'd, no, the cops are lying about me. If you hear that I committed suicide or I OD'd, The cops are lying about me. If I died, it was a heart attack or I choked on something. That's legit. They say I died of autoerotic asphyxiation. Nope, nope, nope. They're framing me. They're framing me. That didn't happen. I don't like pain. I'm not choking myself to get an orgasm. I can get an orgasm just fine. Many other ways. The odds of me OD'ing are just, like, astronomically low. Because, like, one, I don't do any fucking hard drugs anymore. Two, if I was to do hard drugs, I'm the dude that's coaching everybody through their dosing, reminding them to take water and shit. Not likely to OD. And I'm a fucking, I'm a pussy. I'm scared to death of dying. I would never, I would never kill myself. My own mortality it, it haunts me constantly. So if, if, if you find out autoerotic fixation, OD, or suicide, I have been framed, never fucking happened. I will die by choking on something here alone in my apartment and nobody being able to help me or having a heart attack. Nobody being here to help me. Cats aren't gonna do anything. Come on! They'll eat my face off if they get hungry enough. What are we gonna talk about tonight on the Troll Patrol? Fucking war, war. What else? What else? What else is there to talk about? I got Maynard peeking his head. Over here on the desk. He like fucking socks don't like him. Don't fuck with socks, buddy. No, no, don't fuck with socks, buddy. No, no, no. Socks don't want you to fuck with him. He just wants to be left alone over there in his space. You don't don't get to go fuck with him. Now I got this one over here. Apparently, they put in a new thermostat and it's Wi-Fi and everything, so now I can hook it up to my Google. Hey, hey. Make Google automatically turn down the temperature when I go to bed. Fuck yeah. I used to be really against giving corporations my data. But, like, I, I watched a documentary about, like, the next industrial revolution. It's about how, like, we're going to have to give up our data in order to have, like, these next great advancements in society. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. Here, Google, you can know everything about me at all times. Shut the fuck up. I didn't have- Sparkle said she sassed her. Then my Google sassed her last time, and she was here. She got into a fight with Google, and like I heard her in there arguing with it. I need to give you guys an animal video before I wrap up. I should probably go do some real work. Before, you know, I put the work into doing. Been a little checked out. Kind of weird to do a nightly news show, and being a little checked out on the news. I'll go through downtime, though. So I think I got that seasonal depression shit, and it's still fucking cold here. I don't like it. I don't like it being cold. It was supposed to be 70 degrees today. I was looking forward to having the doors open. It didn't get 70 degrees. Even the, the cats are fucking acting weird because they're all cooped up. I don't like this shit. I'm not normally on it this time. i will got to take a look at the list to see who's on. I can even raid oh that's perfect watching on Twitch we're going to go say hey to USAO I will be back tonight Uh, what time am I on 8pm Eastern 8pm Eastern 5 Pacific Control Patrol
9: Live not high enough for this shit